right, we've got Matthew Cox back in here. Thank you for making the trip down. <laughs> what, Matt? What now? Nothing's awesome. Thank you. So what's new? <laughs> I mean, nothing. Other than you being back with your girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, who knows how long that'll last. I told you they were going to get back. Remember I told you that he, they broke up? Oh, bro. It was always all, all broken hearted. It was pathetic. <laughs> and how many views did he get on that video? Um, what on that, my, I, I did a video like, yeah, yeah, yeah. About your heart broke and everything. I don't know how many it got. But Listen, remember you were telling me it was like, it was really one of the most popular ones at the time. Oh, it was, it did pretty well for a few, for a few days. Yeah. It's still, I don't know what it got four five, 6,000 views, something like that. It doesn't, you know. And who told you on the phone when I was on the treadmill that you would be back with her? Who told you? Just, e just. Everybody just, told me but, that but, it wasn't over. Yeah, everybody. Forget them. But who told you? <laughs> Who told you, you? You said, "Don't worry, she'll come back around." Did, did you just admit for once that I was right? About I mean, something? you were you were right. But listen, the fact of the matter is, is I mean, to be honest, just yeah. you looked at me and you knew. Come on, bro, she's gonna come back. Look at you. <laughs> I mean, you're amazing. So, and I, you know, and I get it. I told her that when she came back. I said, "I mean, look, let's face it. You know, you're you're fighting." You're fighting this. There's an overwhelming attraction. You can't fight. I know that. And Rob, she just, she. Hey, Rob, yeah. did your balls just drop? He admitted that I was right about something for once. This is the first time in a couple of years. Matt, say it again. Was Tommy right? I mean, Tommy was right as well were many other he people. He just can't fucking say, Tommy, you were right. You man. were right, Tommy. There you were right. There it is. Listen, there it is. listen, two weeks from now, she's going to, she might show back up. She does this every, every month or every two or three months. It's not gonna work. It's I just I don't think it's gonna happen. I just, and then I did the video about her. <laughs> she got all upset about the video. I, I think now it's these gonna, people hate me. I think it's gonna be like quarterly taxes, right? So like every time you got to pay quarterly taxes, you'll be <laughs> she'll be gone and then she'll be back. She comes. She comes and goes. But then yeah. you can. But then you have a video to make every three months, <laughs> right? All right. So you were when you were doing all the fraud stuff, and then you were in jail. Uh, one of the people that had come to the jail was Dateline. And, yeah. And you went on Dateline and were interviewed by Keith Morrison, who and everybody the, loves Keith Morrison except for you. That's the guy with the gray hair, yeah, like gray-white yeah. hair. Pull that up with Keith Morrison. He is a legend. I love his voice. It's like your grandfather reading the story booked uh, to you at bedtime. He, he was. So, so what was the problem with Keith Morrison on just, Dateline? The whole thing was just manipulative. Um, it, you know, he just he kept asking the questions over and over again. What the same, that's him. That yeah, that's that's him right there. That's him. Yeah. That's her boy right there. Well, I, I love him. How can you hate him? He looks like an old grandpa who's gonna read you a Oh, he listen, he, Real nice he guy. you know what's funny is he talks like that, like in person. That's you know? how it, and yeah. I started laughing. Like as soon as he started talking, I go, "Oh my god!" I go, "You really sound like that. You really talk." I thought it was like an like a like a shtick, you know. I thought you were just playing a part. Yeah. And and he was like, "No, no, this is." And I look over at the camera guys are laughing because I was laughing. So, yeah, he just you know he went on. He just he like they had an agenda, you know. And the agenda was that I was a womanizer that was getting women to fall in love with me like I was a Don Juan getting women to fall in love with me and then forcing them to commit fraud then I'd take the money and leave it's like come on bro what you, that's what how you, they portrayed it to of be of course they'd already done an episode with 
one of the chicks that, that, that got caught that I had been dating. So that was her whole thing was like, I was in love with them and I didn't want to commit fraud, but you know, but it seemed like it was, I had to. And it was like, oh, what? So then when they came into what they came to interview me, I got caught after the program aired the first one. So they come back and they say, we'd like to interview him and then splice it together with what we already have because now we get two one-hour specials just for uh, another interview. Oh, so they broke yours into two. Right. So there was one with her and then there's one with me. So then they, but, but mine is based on hers. Like they already have the story they're sticking with. Look, not that I'm not saying I'm not a scumbag. I mean, I'm absolutely a scumbag. But it's like saying, it's like, do you have to make it worse? Like, do you have, they had to put a spin on, you can't say, hey, this guy's going around defrauding banks. Like, that's like, eh, no big deal. But they said, no, wait, how can we make it worse? <gasps> Let's say that he's, he's luring these women in and he's a Don Juan and he's convincing them to commit fraud. Bro, I'm five foot six. I was five foot six and about 20 pounds overweight, soft as cotton, not a Don Juan. I mean, what, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Just can't you just just go with what happened? So, so he keeps asking the questions over and over again, like he, the same question. Yeah, he would go like that, like, and, and I didn't realize, like, I don't know what editing is. I don't realize how, how they can cut it up. So this is in two thousand seven. So I'm sitting there, and he's like, "You hurt a lot of people," and I went, "Well, no, I didn't. I didn't hurt anyone." And he goes, "I go, I mean, I." I financially inconvenienced some people like like <laughs> like there were people that ended up having to get, like went out and got an attorney because I rented their house and borrowed money on their house and and the property was being foreclosed on. So they got an attorney and the attorney contacted the bank and explained that there was a identity theft or that it was, you know, whatever the situation was. And, and I was like, so I didn't I didn't hurt anybody physically. And he goes, you hurt a lot of people. And I went. Bro, I didn't hurt anybody. And he goes, you hurt a lot of people. And I go, you know, you seem to be, and so now I'm irritated. I go, you seem to be hung up on the word hurt. So yeah, I hurt a lot of people. You said that back to him. Right. So now when, when it comes out, it's one take. You hurt a lot of people. And, me, and I go, yeah, I hurt a lot of people. But did <laughs> so, they, put that, they put that in? Of course that's what they put in. So I look like a psychopath. I'm like... I mean, and this was constantly like he would say something and I would respond and then he'd say it a little bit differently. I'd respond. He'd say it a little bit different. I'd respond. They'd clip it together so that he'd say something and you'd see me laugh when I didn't laugh. They'd clip back to him making a face and then they'd have my response, which wasn't even the response to the same question, which came off extremely arrogant and rude. Not that I'm not arrogant and rude. I don't have a problem if you say. You're an arrogant, rude narcissist, and I'm behaving in that way. If that's what really happened, and that happens all the time, like I'll give you enough material to bury me, but he came in with an agenda, you know, and everybody, and, and you know, it's like, like, oh, he's, you know, he's a, he's a journalist. <laughs> this guy had a story he wanted to place me into. So now what, did, did he have like a pen and paper there? No. That, no. What, did he have a prompt? No, he had nothing. He's just asking me. He, I mean, he had like some notes, but we were sitting in the chapel of the Atlanta City Detention Center, and I was in the Marshall holdover because you can't get fe- cameras into a federal prison. I wasn't in federal custody or in, I wasn't in the Bureau of Prisons custody yet. I was in the Marshall's holdover. The Marshall will let cameras in. So he was able to 
to come in and with a bunch of video people and video me. Yeah, type in um, see if you can find his dateline. We had him up before we started, but yeah, you can see the. Do, do you remember the name? Oh, it's right there actually. Right, yeah, but by you, the book. No, that's not it. Well, no, no, that may be it. Yeah, right. by Keith Morrison. But he. Um, Let's see what they said. Did you ever read this? Oh, I've read it. It's horrible. What's it say, Rob? Probably this is probably what aired on TV, so this will probably be like the whole story and with the uh, yeah, just a right. Bit but of, but yeah. you can't watch the video for some reason. Like I've tried to get the video and I can't get. It. I can't find it on the internet. Hmm. I have my the American Greed I was on that I can find. Yeah, yeah. Not the the. I haven't seen this one. I'd love to see this one. I got to find this it. is the this is this is worse than than um, American Greed. I think they got don't doesn't Dateline have now like uh, on one of the streaming services? Yeah, they're on Hulu. Peacock. No, Peacock. Peacock yeah, on. yeah. You could probably watch it on there. I yeah. Think. So it's called Fraud by the Book. I, I'd like to. to I'd I'd love to see it. Like, like I saw it one time in the Marshall's holdover with like seventy five or a hundred other guys. Yeah. And you know they're all sitting around me and they're watching it. It's just like you know. Yeah, that so anybody like watching this, if you can find it, uh, put it in the comments. I'll try to find it, too. It doesn't uh, even look like him. That's him? Uh, well, yeah, I've that's had him. multiple plastic surgery. I've had my nose job. I had hair implants. I've had liposuction. I had a mini facelift. So, We'll go to his uh, America Most Wanted picture. So now when you were – how long were you on yeah. America's Most Wanted? Look at my nose house? there. Look how round it is. I mean, all the pictures, it's round, and now it's not round. That's the, but, uh, Rob, I, I had texted you the one of the America, uh, the America's Most Wanted, that one right there. Right. That's not so, America's Most Wanted. I mean, it's just a wanted poster. It's, I mean, one, oh, that's yeah, yeah. not. Secret, a, it's a Secret Service Secret wanted poster. posted. Yeah. Okay. So now, how long was that type of poster up and around and all over the place? About two, three years. Wow, really? Two and a half years. And Rebecca, right? Holt, that was the other one? That yeah. That was the girl. Hulk. Hulk. Rebecca Hulk. And, sh and when you did Keith Morrison, it was her and then you. So right. So they got her whining and crying. Yeah, yeah, Then they bring you in, and they already have their mind made up of who you are and what you did. Right. Especially Which, of course, law enforcement, nobody's like nobody's helping me out. Not that yeah. there's any reason to help me out. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm committing crime. But I'm saying, in general, it's like, you know, you rob a bank— and instead of saying, you know, you walk up and you say, give me all the money. And it, and it's like, OK, then law enforcement shows up and law enforcement talks to everybody. And then they come out and they do they do a press release and they say, you know, he threatened to kill the person. He he threatened multiple, you know, uh, um, people. He terrified everyone. He is like, bro, nobody even knew I was in the bank. I walked up. I said, give me all the money. They gave me the money. I walked out. None of the customers knew anything. But by the time they get done with it. It's ten times as bad, and you're like, "Whoa, look! I'm not saying I didn't rob the bank. I'm saying, why are you going? Why are you now lying? Yeah. Why are you embellishing on what happened? Like what I did is bad enough. It's never and and and, and the punishments are are outrageous. I got twenty six years, twenty six years for filling out some paperwork. I mean, I'm not saying I shouldn't have gone to prison. I'm not saying I shouldn't have got a lot of time, and that I I'm innocent but 26 years yeah it's a little aggressive Bro, did, didn't you see some guy the other day that fucking killed he rob was talking about some guy that fucking killed a guy chopped them up set them on fire and fucking 30 to possible 60 but he could be out by 30 so he got th up his dad so, and threw him in a fire so we got 30 to 60 he'll get good time yeah so was it and that was state rob yeah that's Pennsylvania. oh yeah that's state that's not state. yeah pennsylvania state yeah okay so, so they, they have so pennsylvania has a, a parole what? Parole. parole? Yeah. See if you can pull that that up, J just to make. Let, it me, let me find it real quick. Hold yeah. Go ahead. 
So wow. uh, so in Pennsylvania, if he got 30 to 60, he'll get uh, good time. Uh, it all depends. It could be any. It depends on like how many classes you take and whatever. And then he'll go in front of the, at the 30 year mark, maybe even the 28 year mark. He'll go in front of the parole board, and there will be like three people, and they'll ask questions like, uh, you know, why should we let you back out? What have you done to change? We'll look at the classes he's taken, and he could possibly get out in 28 years. Here it is: man pleads guilty and dad slaying dis- dismemberment. Uh, wow. William Morse. 30 years. Oh, I thought he's older now. He's 30 only, so he's a few years younger. Um, where does it say 30 to 60? I saw it. Yeah, so he goes and kills somebody, and he's got a shot at getting out in probably 28. Oh, in Florida, there's uh, there's people getting, you know, they're premeditated murder, and they're they're getting 15 well, look, and 20 back up, years. Back up right, right there. It says, it. It says uh, uh, what's his name? Val? Sentenced Morse to, a, to a agreed upon a sentence between 30 and 60 years in prison. No, 30 and 60. What are you talking about? Well, I'm looking down at the bottom. No, up here, it's 20 to 40 years. Jeez, that's even worse. 20 to 40 years on a murder charge to be followed. Yeah, that's where this. Oh, an additional 10 to 20. Right, so if you read down, he got 30 to 60. Oh, okay. With an $80,000 fine. That's that. And then, Rob, if you look down a little bit, uh, the judge was Va right there. And he got 30 to 60 years in prison with an 80. (laughs) He only got $80,000 in restitution. And, and he got 562 days time served. Chopped up his dad and threw him in a campfire. So now, to your comparison, which makes a lot of fucking sense, this guy chops his dad up and whacks him out. He could get out in 28 years, 27 years. You did a little bit more than sign paperwork, but the, the comparison is, <laughs> yeah. is apples to oranges. Well, there's, actually, that t- seems like a a reasonable sentence for murder, like to me, but... But I mean, I know I, I mean, I know guys who you know they, we're talking about. They get like fifteen years, twenty years. No, it's I, premeditated murder. Right. I mean, so like I agree with you. It's it's a reasonable sentence to murder, but compared to what they have, they gave you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, you it's with out. your twenty six versus this guy who chopped his dad up and killed him. Is, yeah, I shouldn't have insane. gotten. Yeah, twenty six is is outrageous. What do you but, What do you think you should have got? I honestly think I should probably should have got about ten years. That's what I think too. I think I, I think time. I ten think, with the restitution. Yeah, ten restitution, and then I have you know with gain time with a year off the job. You know, I could have been out in seven. Yeah, you know. halfway house for a year maybe. Right, yeah. right. But you know, that's not what happened. You don't get to pick your sentence, and that's it, not what happened is what it is. But just a comparison of how interesting the guidelines are that a guy chops up his dad and puts him in a trash can, and a guy yeah, the just rips crimes. everybody off to the end of day, and plays with the feds while he's on the run too. Didn't rip. Who did I rip off? Well, if you buy if you buy two houses, that I ripped off a bunch of banks. Okay, I mean, off a bunch it, of it's, you know, you say like, it, it, people immediately think of some ninety-year-old. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Uh, um, retired woman. Well, like I stole her, p- her pin. You know, that's just what... Well, That's no, what people you, think. You know, you can thank for that. Bernie American Madoff. greed. Oh yeah, yeah. But they, they buried you. And I, I said this on the other podcast. It was real fucked up how they did that because I know you and I know how you, you know, talk about your son and some other things. And that American greed on that one, they portrayed it like you made Rebecca leave her child. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that. I mean, there was a good five minutes just about you making her leave, and then they would go back to like something that you did. Then back to yeah. her crying about the kid. Yeah, you know. Well, the whole the whole theory, the whole purpose of that program is to just bash the living crap out of it. You know, right. and and it's hard to defend yourself because, like I, I've said this before, it's like if I stand up and say this didn't happen and that didn't happen, that's not true. That's you're arguing like you know, it's 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 the equivalent of saying I didn't rob you know fourteen banks. I only robbed twelve. Yeah. Okay, well, you're still a scumbag. Right. So it doesn't really matter. Like you know, you're argue. It's like. You know, I, it's it's uh, it's just you're splitting hairs. It's just stupid. It's just no, there's no point to it. Seriously, after I watched that American Greed, I don't think I've watched it since. It just it, it bothers me because I I because of the edit. So now when I watch another American Greed, I know that they did the same thing to that person that they, that they did to you. So it just turns me off. Yeah, well, I, I still like Keith Morrison though. Yeah. He's still uh, he, 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 <laughs> Keith Morrison's the man. I'd say it's say it. Sorry, man. <laughs> But they do it for ratings. I mean, yeah. if they're not, what makes it okay. I'm not. No, I'm not saying it's right at all. But that's yeah. what they're doing. It's like saying I, I robbed banks. Why I, I needed the money. Like, oh, that makes it okay. The story's not good enough. If it, you, you know, needed money, you don't make an old lady cry. It's not good. You right. don't make a kid cry. It's yeah. Not good. Yeah. yeah at he, the at the very end, Keith Morris said, and he hates old people, children, and he's mean to animals. Small animals. I mean, no, oh, I, for a second, I was, I was like, what, what, "We got, we got." I'm going to search Dan. You know who could find it? We know our, our little friend over there, yeah. a nutcase. My uh, nutcase friend of mine can find, it, and he is a nutcase. Um, now, when you did Dateline, you got time off for doing that interview. Mm-hmm. How much time did they give you off? Well, for for Dateline and American Greed, and for writing the ethics and fraud program i got seven years off my sentence oh so they combined all three and then you well they didn't want to give me anything at all so we had to yeah i I I, imagine frank you know i'd have uh, frank amadeo filed uh, a 2255 and eventually i got back in front of the judge and argued and he knocked off seven years so and for someone who doesn't know what a 2255 oh yeah it's a it's a um it's a it's a motion where you're saying you were ineffectively uh, represented by counsel, so your your counselor was just ineffective. Like they didn't know, they didn't help me in any way. Right is what you know. And technically, you know, I didn't give my I didn't give my my probate. I mean, my um my public defender much to work with. Yeah. Um, and, and the the argument was really like, you told me to plead guilty and to do all of these things, and you said that those things would result in a sentence reduction, but you didn't understand the law. Because I couldn't force them to do that, and those things don't actually qualify me for a sentence reduction. So my argument was that she she didn't understand the law. Right. And she was being told – she was being lied to by the, by the U.S. attorney who was saying, we will do it. 
And then they turned around, they said they wouldn't. And then when you turn around, you go to the law and you say, okay, well, fine, then we're going to file this because the law says this. Oh, no, guess what? It doesn't say that. So when you went into court, what were you thinking you were going to get? Like, did you think you were going to get- 10 to 12 years. In between 10 and 12 years. So sitting there in that chair before he pounds that thing, you're thinking 10 to 12 and you end up here in 26. Yeah. That must have been a nice- Oh, listen, I'm going to never saw- And it's so funny is that there were guys in the unit that- the guys in the um sorry in the marshal's holdover in the, in the unit I was being held in, you know I got my PSI and they're like, bro, you, you realize your PSI says this and I'm like right and they're like, you're that's what you're gonna get I'm like no 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 you don't understand my lawyer's gonna argue my yeah. lawyer said this but they're like oh oh no no <laughs> no no Cox. That's not how it works, and I'm like, you know, because they've been through the Fed. Like, I yeah. don't know anything. Yeah, so they know what's gonna they happen. They know. And when yeah. I came back, I was just like, I couldn't believe it. And what's that feeling like when 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 you come back and you sit down? Never been to jail before. Yeah, you did your fucked up shit, but it's different when somebody, you know, when you just get hit with 26 years in prison in your life. When you come back and you sit down, are you just? I was. There's numb. nothing to even say. I was just numb. I was completely numb. But look, you know, I'd actually like, I mean, I just could like tears rolling down my face. I could not. I was in shock. And then I, I felt better. Then not felt better, but at least I got myself under control before I got back to the unit. Well, I knew that the news was going to play it. Mm-hmm. And so the news played it. So when I walked into the, into the unit just after the news had played, I walk in and everybody looks over at me and guys are just like shaking their head. Like, and I see him going like, man, I'm sorry. Like, bro, I'm sorry. Boom. The tears hit me again. Boom. I start crying. I go straight to my room, close the door, lay in bed. Guys are coming to my door, knocking on the door going, man, Cox, I know it's going to, it's going to be okay. I know it seems rough. Uh, you know, these are, these are not trained professionals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they're these, like these are guys at ten o'clock when the cell is shut that are coming up. To no, you. they're coming up to me right then. They're they're, they're just as trying soon to. As you walked in, huh? As soon as you walked in, as soon as I walked in, I I jumped in my bed. You know, fell on my bed. I'm just fucking in tears, and they're trying to make me feel better. Right, bro. It's gonna be all right, man. Like they don't know what to say. Yeah, they're not professionals. They're like. Uh, you can't be letting them do that to you, bro. Uh, man, fuck them feds, man. Fuck. Them. It's like what? Just, go, just leave. Just leave. Just you're not helping me. You're yeah. not helping. You know. Yeah, fuck them all the, you want. They just gave yeah, me twenty six exactly. Years. What am I gonna do? What, yeah, yeah. So what's funny is that probably the best guy that I can't had was another fraud guy, and I remember he came to the to the door and he goes, "Listen, bro. Let's face it," he said. You're gonna do some time, and I was like, oh my <laughs> "No God. shit!" And I, he looked at me. And he said, "But at ten, he goes after you've done. He's you got. He said you've done a year. He said, you, so, which means you got about twenty three, twenty two years to go." And I was like, "Okay." And he said, "At twelve, so you're gonna do twelve years." He goes, "Because at ten years, they'll send you to a camp." He goes, "You can walk away from a camp." He goes, "Once you get to the camp." He said, you make a good friend just uh, uh, a year out before you go to the camp. And then when you get to the camp, you hang out with somebody who's about to get out. You make a, you become good friends with him. One of those two guys will pick you up. They'll pick you up. They'll have clothes waiting for you. You get out of the country. You commit a fraud. You do whatever you got to do. He says, so you, but you're going to do 12 years. 
and, and what, I was like, and "What Matt is saying is, in a camp, there's no fence. There's no fence. You can so walk you away. So you can you can just run in. And people are actually training to run through the woods, you know, prior to doing <laughs> it. Yeah, you know, like they're literally running oh, up and listen, down a rock. Sometimes getting you can, in shape. Sometimes you literally can walk a hundred, two hundred feet, um, and get into a car. Like there's like like the roads right there. Yeah, somebody can slow down. You hop in the car and drive off. There's like there'll be three hundred. 400 people at a camp and there's like four guards and none of them are leaving the the guard shack like they're all just hanging out you know eating pizza and talking and playing on the computer like they don't even pay attention they come around just for count so you people leave all the time yeah people leave go get food come back bring it back they go get drugs they got you know everything but so i'm saying but so i remember when he said that i remember thinking yeah 12 years okay okay, i can do because that's what you thought you were going to get right it's it's ridiculous Right. You know, but, you know, and that's really what I, what I was, so I started focusing on that more. Yeah. You know, just, just, and that just, you know, it's, you know, it's just, it's hope. Hope gets you through. It's the hope that this is going to happen. So then at that point, you're just hope, you're waiting. You say, okay, well, I got 10 to 12 years, like I thought. And then that 26 kind of goes out of your mind at the moment to get through what you got to get through. Yeah. And uh, my, my friend was in a camp and he was saying that they, they would train because they knew it was, I, the guards would come at certain times, and they knew that, okay, they had this amount of time to get to the road, to get the book bag of shit, and to get back. And when he first got there, he saw these guys, like, run up and down, like, rocks, like, all day long. Like, they build rocks and shit. Come to find out, he found out that that was practicing to get through the terrain of the woods, to get out to the highway, to get to the car, to get the book bag, to bring the shit back, to then sell cell phones, liquor, Xanax, you fucking name it, they got it in that bag. And he was saying, like, the guards only come, like, one time at night, three times during the day because they're over at the medium or, or the low or, or the hey, you're, you're you're on – there's no reason for a camp. You're on out custody. Yeah. You're, you're, you're no real danger. Just go home. Once you're right. done at the low, go home. Right. Look, look at all these guys right now that are – look, half the people at the low are, are – shouldn't even be at the low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, like, all these guys that they've let out, something like – 5,000 inmates they let out for COVID. You know, there's one guy. So it's like two people have violated. One person has a new charge, like actually went out and committed a crime. So, you know, and probably just went out and sold drugs. It's probably for money. Yeah. So probably got out, started selling drugs. But for the most part, 5,000 guys are out there for a year. Nobody's committed a crime. Like these are not, there's no reason these guys should be. And there's, oh, and you know, you know that the Biden administration wants to lock them all back up. Really? Yeah. I, I don't even watch it anymore. I'm so sick of this shit. Wait, so they want it so that the Biden administration wants to take the people that were let out. Right. So Trump lets a bunch of guys out because basically you're you're some white collar criminal who got three years for tax evasion. You go to prison, catch COVID and die. That actually happened, by the way. So so they were like, OK, wait a minute. We've got guys that are nonviolent that are on out custody. Like basically you're not violent. Like you're like they're on their way out. Right. Well, yeah. well, not at their 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 level, their security level is so low that it's basically this guy doesn't have to be in prison. Yeah. And because the Bureau of Prison doesn't want to put people on house arrest, you know, they want you incarcerated. That's where their money is to keep you in there. So they're like so the, they said, "Look, if people anybody in the prison system is susceptible to basically dying of covid and, and it's a cesspool in there like everybody in prisons get, got covid at this point guards are dying left and right so 
if that's the case, you got some inmate who has asthma and is 50 years old and is not in great shape and, you know, you got to get him out. Put him on an ankle monitor, send him home. If he has somewhere to go, send him. So that's what they did. They did that with 5,000 guys. That's what the Trump administration did. Right. So then Biden, now Biden's back in and Biden's saying, look, things are getting better. Um, everybody's getting their their shots in prison. We're going to we're going to give everybody their um, their covid shot in prison. And at that point, we need to take all this, these 5000 people that are out and put them back in prison. The fuck? Why? Money. They haven't committed. They haven't they haven't done anything. They're all on out custody. You, you now know you can monitor them. So you now know you can monitor these guys outside of the prison. So why are they in prison? You put an ankle monitor on them. You let them make get a job. You let them pay their own bills. It they can they can pay all the fees. They can pay for everything themselves. You don't have to house them anymore. Here's the problem. Problem is, is then the then the um, uh, the inmate population drops, and then we don't need camps anymore. We can now close those, and we don't need camps. We don't need to staff them. So guess what? The Department of Justice's budget doesn't have to be so big, does it? Let's start cutting back on your budget. That makes sense, but any organization that wants to continue and thrive needs to continue to grow. So the Bureau of Prisons would be perfectly happy to keep piling in people. So they don't want to, they don't want, and they also don't want anybody to know that we can let these people out and they can be monitored at home. That hurts us also. Yeah. Well, it's a business. Right. It's we we don't want to close this. We don't want to lay people off. We don't we want to be powerful. We want to have a big union. We want to have a lot of employees. We want to have power. We want to have money. Do you think um this administration will actually do that? Pull all those people back in? Do you really? Jesus. So you're some guy who went out, got a job, started a life, got a maybe, girlfriend. Maybe, maybe I was having a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah who, knows? who knows? And guess what? Now you gotta go haven't done anything wrong. You got five years left on your sentence. Guess what? You <laughs> We're going to yank you up, throw you back in jail. But don't you think he'll get rocked if he does that? I guess he doesn't give a fuck. No, they're inmates. Nobody no, no, cares no. about criminals. That's true. Who cares about criminals? I think, well, 5,000 people. That's 5,000 people that are going to throw a fucking fit. I mean, who cares? Oh, well, Nobody's going to listen. To, listen, it, the media doesn't care about criminals. Nobody cares about criminals. The judge will have to go back. He got out. Remember I told you? From the kids for cash? Yeah. That means he'll have to go back. People Listen, happy it, about that there, matter of fact, there yeah. is an article that well, he should have never been let out to begin with. There's an older and they were afraid he was going to catch COVID. Right. There's an article right now that was released about a week ago, maybe. And it's called, um, shoot, I just read it. And it, it says anybody that's that I think it's four years or five years. If they have more than four or five years, they, they've got to go back. Like really? if you have like four years, they're like, I think that was the number four. They're like, eh. you don't know what the article was called. Um, it was called, um, I don't know, it was, uh, a, it was you about, could, you, you can probably find just it. type in like, uh, Biden wants to put, it says Joe, Joe is in the title for sure. Joe was uh, in the title. Uh, while he looks it up, we'll, we'll talk about the American great thing. So you got seven years off, uh, between those three. And what did you do? You wrote a piece on how they, uh, like how you committed your fraud? See, this is that that's one article that's but that, that was a, that's that ADA. Well, no, I mean, I'm trying to help him. It hey, came out about a week or so ago. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, multitask. Go ahead. I can't multitask. Go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. I'm your friend. That's why I'm fucking right. with you like this. Um so you got the 7 years off. And what was the other thing you did? You wrote a piece kind of like the uh the movie that you always talk about. Oh, an ethics and fraud course. I wrote a course on basically how to help people um 
not good. Yeah, how to not fall into the trap of committing a fraud. And then I wrote what's called a red flags course, which helps loan officers detect and and see the warning signs that fraud's being, you know, is that actually this is what's happening right now. This guy's committing fraud. You're, there's all these warning signs, and you're just going to do the loan anyway because you don't see it. Yeah. And then um, when you did the American Greed, how was they came to the prison or how did that one work? American Greed, I did. Uh, I went to the warden's office for two days in a row and talked on the phone for like an hour. Okay. They you barely used any of it. Yeah, I was going to say, because when you sent me that zip file, there wasn't— There was, like, barely was anything. Like, it was they basically could... pictures of you and them narrating about you. Right, and then there was maybe—we're talking three about— parts. I think three. Yeah, three different times where I, I said one or two things that they thought, yeah, we'll that makes this. them sound bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's oh, yeah, use that. Two hours, and they found, like, three pieces, yeah. like, less than a—probably a minute And total. it wasn't even the story. It wasn't even really the story of what went on, from what I know and from what I've read. And I've read your, your I mean, it's original. Ex- it's just exaggerated. It was exaggerated. You know, I mean, it's like saying, you know, oh, you know, none of that's true. Well, no, wait. I, they said I committed fraud. I committed fraud. They said I was borrowing money on homes. I did do that. You know, I, you know, but like there's all this massive amount of fraud. And they said, what is the most egregious? What makes him look the worst? This part right here. Right. Well, they have to make we, it as as, this, as drama as they can. Right. Yeah. They're going to dramatize. Yeah. So yeah. this little piece here, out of all of this, we're going to focus on this. Why? Because that makes him look really bad. And that's and that's what's going like, to get the ratings. Right. right. That's what we want. Ah, uh, that's the guy that's getting out. All right. right. Did you ever interview him? Uh this guy here. Yeah. No. Boy, he lost some weight when he was in prison. We never uh, nah. connected. Yeah, I thought that. Maybe that wouldn't be such a fuck him. I really don't want to be sitting next to a fucking sick fuck. Yeah, he got out. Yeah, but he he got out. He's the one who was putting kids away. Yeah. I mean, I mean what? I mean, what could? I mean, you sit across from him. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting. I guess good, but I mean, first off, that's so fucked up. Oh, it's and, it's, and what's your fucking excuse going to be? He's got a whole thing on what? Like I talked to him about it. Like yeah. he was like, you know, that it was, you know, that. Oh, uh, you talked to really... this guy. Yeah, I've talked to him. I talked to him about Boziak's story. Yeah. John Boziak. Like, I, John, I needed to talk to somebody about um, was it possible? Like, why did they lock this kid up? Why didn't they keep him in there? Why didn't they? Like, was that possible? Like, I needed to talk to an expert. That was my expert. A judge. A, a, a what? No, I was going to say that, that that's the other judge. That's the head judge. He's the guy that was the head honcho. The other judge is the sidekick. And the other sidekick judge got out. The main guy is still in prison, it says. He didn't get out for a release from him. And he's older than the other guy. So who got out? Cohan? No. Conahan Con- or? Uh, Conahan got out. Conahan got out. Shiver- Here, here's the prison. name of it. Here's the name of the article. Refill our federal prisons, question mark. Say it ain't so, Joe. <laughs> question mark. Just, yeah. So, yeah, that's fine. Say it ain't so. Joe. And right? Right there, right? Yeah. Click on that. So that's the one that talks all about. Wow. So he does. In March 2020, as the threat of COVID became clear, Congress passed legislation to provide emergency assistance to states. We know that. Under normal normal circumstances, the BOP, Bureau of Prisons, is authorized to send someone to home confinement. Only at a very, uh, only at the ver- at the end of their sentence, 
six or 10% of the sentence, whichever is less. But with COVID-19 spreading among people in prison, sitting ducks who have no way to sow, blah, 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 blah. In other words, Trump— Oh, 7,000. Yeah. Roughly 7,400 individuals are currently serving the remainder of their sentence on home, home confinement. confinement. Right. So 7,400. What wow. did I say? 5,000? You said 5,000. I was off. Between two and 3,000 of them are serving extended home confinement terms thanks to the authority Congress gave the attorney general. Uh, where did it get to the part? What's that say? With second, just anyway. So he wants to put him back in. So that's not good, right? And that is uh, above the law dot com, and you just type in. Yeah, there's other articles. Yeah, too. I mean, just that's the one. I refill I, our federal prison. Say it ain't so, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got the seven years off for that. Did you think you were going to get seven years off for that? Like doing those shows? Oh yeah, I was Are told you... the whole time I was going to get time off, but the no. government just kept kept saying no, they're not they're not. They, then they they would say do it and we'll we'll consider it substantial assistance and we'll reduce your sentence. I would do it. And then they'd come back and they'd go, "Yeah, it's just not enough." <laughs> I said, "Well, what do you mean? You said you would consider it. I did it. You said we did consider it. It's and not it's enough. not enough." <laughs> We, you know, and I was like, and that's when I learned like the power of really understanding what a word means. Yeah. We said we'd think about it. Right. And we did think about it. And it's not enough. And I was just like, no, they said we will consider it. Yeah, we will think about it. So now this is the second time because the first time you're going into court, Matt, right? Thinking 10 to 12, you get 26. Yeah. Now you go do this shit. You think you're getting time off. Not yeah. enough. So this is twice. This is another. Oh, this point. is over and over again. This, so now, this happened the whole sentence. From the time you had done um, American Greed, Dateline, wrote the script, how long did it take from when you were done with those three to the point when they actually gave you the uh, deduction? Couple, two, three years. Jeez. Two or three years. Like it was two or three years into it when, you know, everybody had told me it's just you can't do it. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. And then I met Frank Amadeo and he's like, I'll take care of this. That's unfair, and I won't allow them to do this. And I'm like, this guy, what the heck's going on? This crazy, he's an inmate, you know, but he's a, a former, he's a lawyer. Um, he's just, he was disbarred, and he's in prison, and it was like, you know, he got out. Yeah. He's, he's doing, he's doing nine, he's doing, he's got eight more years to go. So he'll have to go back to prison if, if they pull these guys back. Um. But yeah, Frank said, I'm not going to let him do this. I'm going to follow 2255 and we'll fight them and we'll this and we'll. And it was just like, oh my God, this yeah, guy. Yeah, and you wrote a book on him. Yeah. You did a podcast on him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's insanity. About a couple months ago we did it. It's on Amazon. You can grab it. It's a good book. It's um, with George Bush. Yeah, yeah. F-16 planes. It's funny, a guy, a screenwriter, uh, just had read the book and he contacted me. He was going, bro, this is, this is amazing. He said, this is he said, I, I, it, it's just, it's shocking. He's like, and now he's going, he's reading all these um, articles on him. He's like, bro, I can't, can't believe it. nobody's done anything with this, on this story with the exception of me. But, you know, it's, it's on Amazon. It's a good book. The biggest thing with him that blew me away was his IQ. Remember his IQ when we looked it up? It was like 186. Yeah. They, Remember that, Rob? The article or something. One of the articles or something yeah. said that he had 186. IQ. Well, it was in was the actual police, the federal paperwork that it was oh, okay. 186. And then we looked up, like, the levels of genius, and 186 is, like, through the roof. Right. And it's tremendously high. 
He's a sharp guy. He's a troubled guy. <laughs> he's also tr- very troubled. Um, what 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 what's what's uh, what else is going on? Is that a new Rolex or new? Is that new? I don't know what it is. It's a fucking Timex. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you do have a new book in the works. No, I it it's it's I have a new story, like a, a synopsis that I want to write, which okay. is about a guy named John Long, who he's actually got an, an amazing story. He's like, like his family came over and went from I want to say it's um uh, might be North Korea or South Korea or is he Vietnamese? It's somewhere in Asia. He's not Chinese though, but he came over and when he was a young kid, you know, he's they're living in Chinatown. They can't. Like, they, they can't control him. He's running the streets. He's fighting. He won't go to school. He's just a little maniac. And super smart guy, too, but just just a maniac. And so he eventually joins uh, basically a Chinese gang called the Triads. It's called the, uh, I want to say it's like the Hop Suit something Triad, but it, it basically means Red Door. So it's like the Red Door Triad. It's like a gang. Only it's not like our gangs. like, you know, it, it's like an organized gang. Like, they're everywhere. They have them in in all throughout Europe, you know, like they have like a home base of operations. It's not like the Crips and the Bloods who are hanging out in some guy's house and they're loosely based and they don't really know each other. Like these guys, it's an organization. So uh, at some point, a Chinese businessman comes to him. And, and most, most, about 99.99% of all the manufacturing plants and businesses in China are partially owned by the, by the, by the state. So at some point in in the I'd say in the late 80s early 90s China had gotten with their manufacturing plants were getting all of these orders to build like IBM computers and um, Apple computers and all of these different computers and they needed to come up with the chips well the manufacturing wasn't up to standards to be able to come up with these Pentium chips or Pentium or whatever they were, those chips are called. So when they first came out, so they're not able to manufacture them fast enough in a quali- quantity and quality that actually can run the computers. So they go to the triads. Like China can't send in a, a bunch of you know commandos to rob these places. Like I can't let some Chinese, I can't, we can't let one of our military get caught breaking into manufacturing plants. Like that would be bad for us. Right. So they go to who do you go to? You, Go to criminals. They'll do it. So they go to the triad. And by this point, John Long has joined the triad. And these guys are doing all, you know, these are the Chinese. So they're they're robbing places. They're extorting people. They're breaking in places. They're selling drugs. They're selling guns. So now he's basically got himself into the gang. He's in a gang. He's, he's in, in the, the triad. And he's running a bunch of guys. So they come to him. They come to the triad. And the triad go, calls Long in and says, look, we want you. We think you. We think you're smart enough to pull this off. Like he's pulling off big jobs already. He's like a 22, 23-year-old kid, but that's a normal gang member, but you're, he's sharp. So they say, okay, here's what we want you to do. We want you to – these guys need 10,000 of these computer chips. They're manufactured at this plant. They know they're there. They need you, got, you to go get the chips. So he goes and robs them. He gets a crew. A guy, you can't I – mean, these are big – places like this isn't like you know it's not like a 7-eleven i mean this is a this yeah. is like robbing a, a ibm plant it's like robbing three yeah. something three times the the size of a home depot you know with guards and people manufacturers so they stake the place out they pull up they rent like nice cars they dress in nice suits 
they pull up as the places they figure out how many people work there. When is the low shift? When's the high? You know, when's the when, when are more people on? When are more people off? They wait till people empty out. When the shifts end, so they watch it for about a week. When they finally realize, okay, this is when it's almost closed. Like the door's not all locked up, but it's almost closed. So most people have left, but we know that there's like four people left. So they come in and they knock on the door and they open the door and these a bunch of guys in business suits and they go, yeah, we're here to tour the plant and we need to talk to so-and-so. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not here. Well, can we come in and what, while you talk or, you know, while you call him? Cause we need to get in touch with him. So they let, let them in. Boom. They pull the guns out, get on the ground, get on the ground. They zip tie everybody. Then they have someone walk them. One of the official people that work there, walk them through the factory and then every time they come up on somebody, boom, get on the ground, get on the zip them up. Let's keep walking. They walk through this, they zip tie five guys, four guys, six, eight guys. And then they go, where are these chips? They take them to them. They load up a, a van full of them. They get their 10,000. They drive to a parking lot. They leave people, all the people zip tied. They drive off to a parking lot. They walk up. There's the official guy. You know, is it, it's a guy supposedly that worked for a manufacturing company. However, these chips went to multiple manufacturing. It, the truth is it's probably a Chinese official. It's probably a, someone who works for the Chinese government, but somebody that is detached enough so that they don't have to claim responsibility. So they go and they say, OK, you know, we got the chips. The guy opens them up, sees the chips. He hands them a briefcase worth a couple, with $2 million in it. They give him the keys of the van. The guy drives off. He robbed 30 places over the course of two years. Wow. I mean, this, this, so think about it. This is China having the triad rob Americans or American plants so that they can ship the chips back, put them in computers so that they can sell them back to the Americans. Wow. And the chips, think about it, these are, this is $10 million worth of chips. Yeah. If you read the articles, it's like they, the thieves got away with $10 million worth of computer chips that they're selling for a million dollars. So imagine. All of that's being turned over to China. What, what's China making? What's the guy's name? The guy's name is John Long. Like J-O-H-N Long? Like like John, J-O-H-N John I just didn't Long. know it was different because it was hanging out over there. So 30, um, 30 fucking plants he got in two years. Oh, yeah. This is in the tens of you know millions of dollars. This is all over the United States. It's not like he stayed in California. This no, guy's everywhere. That sounds like a good story. It is. And ultimately, you know, there's a murder. Not once again, Long didn't commit the murder, yeah. but I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, if you look at it, it's like, this is a guy that's running a crew, but obviously the guys that you're running are gang members and they're idiots. And so one of the times when they're actually stalking, I'm sorry, they're actually like, they're, they're, they're casing the joint. They're watching this place. They're surveilling the, the, one of the plants. It takes a week or two and they're counting. So there's a lot of downtime. So they, they notice that the hotel where they live, they notice that they're, or they're staying they notice there's a, a jewelry store not too far away. And so they start watching the jewelry. They think, well, while we're in town, yeah, we're already let's here. rob the jewelry store. <laughs> so they follow the guy down. Uh, they follow the jeweler home, find out where he lives, go in that night, kidnap him. But when they kidnap him, I think that his brother-in-law is there. And the brother-in-law puts up a struggle because they're like going to kidnap him and bring him back to the jewelry store. Brother-in-law puts up a struggle. He gets shot and killed. And one of Long's guys gets shot and killed. Long doesn't know anything about this until they basically drive back to California with the guy shot. Like, hey, he's shot. And they, they call him up and they tell him, look, you know, whatever. You know, Lee is shot. 
He's bleeding. We can't go to the hospital. This other guy's dead. Long is like, what the hell happened? We, you weren't even going to rob the place for a couple of days. But then they pin him with the murder. Well, of course, he, he works under him. Yeah. I mean, uh, you hired a crew. They killed somebody. Don't, don't ruin your book too much because then you come back in and we'll nah, do it. Now, it's a good so, book. It's a good story. He, so he gets caught. Oh, yeah. He's doomed. Done. And now, keep in mind, too, this guy did like four years going to trial in all these different jurisdictions. Oh, yeah, because they, they, they hit him in every— Every place. So he's oh, he's tried in Florida. He's tried in California. He's tried in, like, Ohio. He's tried in, in, in Utah. He's tried in Nevada. He's This guy's got, like, 150 years. You know what, Matt? Now's the time to write that book because with all the China shit and the computer shit and everything else. I'm trying. You know what the problem is? Every time I want California— it's oh, shut California, down. You can't right. get, I can't get the transcripts. I can't get the motions. I can't get anything in California because it's all on, it's not like I can go online, have someone pull it online. It, it's in the, where the microfish, you have to have somebody physically have to some, have someone go down there, do the research. This is back in the late eighties, early nineties. Right. So it's not like it's right there on the top pile. Right. And I can do a lot with the articles. I can do a lot with people that knew him, right. but at some point you, you really need the dates and the. I can't order the Freedom of Information Act because Long is still alive and he's in the in uh in the uh the pen. But why can't you order the uh, Freedom of Information Act? Because he's alive, he would have to sign off. Now, if I could get a death certificate, if he was dead, I could order it. Like I can't order one on you without your permission. Oh, uh, okay. Now, in the state, I could. Like in the state of Florida, I could order it on you. Right. Like they don't care if you're alive or not. Or like they're like, this is freedom of public records. You can have get you, it. Have you spoke to him? Have you sent him a letter or anything like that? No, I had some somebody I, I, that I was working with had contacted him, yeah, and dealt with him and tried to kind of communicate with him, and um, and he just he's not respect not receptive to to you know the, the way might, he might not be in the mood. Well, first of all, he's got life, and he's deep into the prison population, and his response was, "You want me to rat out everybody that that um, that worked with me," and it was like. No, I mean, I'll find all of this out when I get the transcripts. I'm just saying I'd like to know what your backstory is. Your family came here. Why did they come here? Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? When was the first time you committed a crime? You know, that kind of stuff that I can't really learn. Um, Now, on the books that you wrote, um, did you always – can you write his book without his permission or could he sue you for writing a book on him without the permission? You can sue anybody for, for, for writing. You can sue anybody, but it's, you know, I could sue you because I don't like the fact that you wear black shirts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's stupid. Like now how far will I get in front of a judge and the judge is going to go, okay, this is baseless, you know, or, Hey, the statute says this, or this is what precedent says. And you, he's allowed to wear black shirts. So, um, so you could sue, but here's where you really have a problem. If you're my neighbor, you're my next door neighbor and you work at Walmart and you're just a regular guy. And you and I, um, I meet you and whatever, we go to barbecues and stuff and I learn about a lot about you. And then one day I write a book about you. Well, you have an expectation of privacy. So if I use your name and everything, now you, you can sit here and say, wait a second. You know, this is a guy who went to barbecues with me. He got all this information. He wrote a book about me. He didn't ask my permission. You, you're going to get sued. You're going to probably you're going to lose. And the difference is, was your neighbor? Did your neighbor get arrested for um, for committing sixty bank robberies? Did you get that information from him? And this is the real, you know, from all of public records. If I get all that information from public records, I can write a book about him. Now it's public information, right? It's public information. Now, 
if I were to go to him and tell him, hey, I want to write a book about you. Let's say he hadn't done anything wrong and it's just him and I, but I, we have, you know, we're, we're, he's flipping burgers and we're having a barbecue and I go, man, you're a super interesting guy. I'd love to write a book about you. And he goes, oh, okay. I don't have a problem with that. And then he tells me, yeah, you can write a book. And we sit down, we write it out, we do everything. Then when the book is done, he goes, no, I don't like that book. I don't want to, I don't want you to publish that. Guess what? It's too late. You knew, right? You, you knew exactly too late. You knew you participated, you actively knew. Now you may not be happy about it and you should have thought about that before, but no, you can't have me do all this stuff and then change your mind. Have you had that problem before? Um, no, I, 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 well, I mean, I've had that problem with Marcus Shrinker, the guy that jumped out of the airplane. Yeah, like, he was the one who bought Little Lil Wayne's, uh, one of his uh, CDs that didn't come out. He was the guy in New York. The stock, he was up in the price of uh, the one medication, right? No. Marcus Shrinker. Marcus Shrinker is the guy who faked his own death and jumped out of an airplane. Who the fuck is that? Who's the one, Matt? You know who he is. He he's real narcissist. Like he, he he developed a, he didn't develop the drug. His company developed the drug, and they shot the price up beyond belief. And he was real cocky, and and he was on. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Rob? It, it, he was. Uh, fuck. It, I don't. I, I think Did it was, he testify in front of Congress. Yeah, it, it, it was like the AIDS drug. I think it was the AIDS drug I, that he upped like crazy. Uh, to like an astronomical price, and when he did that, um, you know they they hit him with all kinds of charges. They let him out on bail, and he just started talking all kinds of shit on YouTube. If you saw a picture of him, you know who he is. Right, but I didn't write a book about him. No, I know. I'm I'm just I'm I'm confusing him with okay your guy because it, the names are pretty close. Right. Well, yeah, I didn't. So Marcus Schrenker, after he wrote, I wrote the book. Yeah. He then turned around and said. You know, start, start, I never worked with that guy. I don't know that. I mean, I have everything I have is I have paperwork with his notes on it. I have a, an agreement with him. I have emails that he sent me, you know, telling me stories. Like, I mean, it's, it's overwhelming. I have overwhelming paperwork that shows we were working together. So so th that's the only time. And even still, he'll he'll never he would never win that argument. He's just a, a pathological liar. But so. You know, with Long, I can write uh, an entire story on Long without his permission because he's been arrested for all these things. And I'm going to be able to gather the entire story based on um, what's in public records. I can't yeah. order the freedom of information on him because he's alive. I would need his permission. He's not going to give me permission. Well, it sounds like a good book. You know, um, like a lot of people that I run into when they'll see it because they play it a lot. And they and people that know you, they don't even realize that you were the one who wrote it. The American Greed about the opiate uh, kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the what was the name of the book? Oh, uh, Generation Oxy. Generation Oxy. Have you ever heard of that? No, but that sounds interesting. That was him, and uh, it's on American Greed all the time. And I, I might go to a friend's or be around somebody, and somehow it will come up because you know we're down here in Florida, which is drug heaven. And they're like, "Did you see that American?" And I said, "This Matt, my buddy Matt wrote that. People don't even know that you wrote that." Well, it's been on American Greed a hundred times. That's because, yeah, I mean, like, you know, they saw the article that was in Rolling Stone, which was based on the, the story that I wrote. And then they've done a bunch of programs on, on those those kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, did they make a movie with that? No. Or but they but Just the, a strong the, documentary, I think. Yeah, but no. Um, I could have swore I saw, I saw a documentary on uh, Netflix with them. I'm pretty sure. 
I'll look tonight or maybe prime video just to see to let you know because you wrote the damn thing. Yeah, I'd love to know um, because, I mean, I don't talk to Dodd anymore. Yeah. Uh, he got upset. You know, we we optioned the, the film rights to the story. And, and what does uh, that mean? When you when you say you optioned the film rights to the story. It means that like um, New Line Cinema came in and said, look, we want to make a story based on this article. You know, so they said, we'll give you, you know, we're like $50,000 for an 18 month option. And of course, if it gets made, then we'll give you guys like a million dollars. But so we'll give you 50,000. We, we split it up. You know, he got some, I got some, the writer of the article got some, you know, and the guy that didn't, he didn't write the article. He just took my story and put it, my name on, put his name on it. Yeah. Um, and then he mentions that, oh, Matt Cox sent me all this material. Well, I sent you an article, which you then rewrote maybe 10% of and suck your name on it and got it in Rolling Stone. And my name was supposed to be on the article. Does that make the it? last minute he that, changed it. He took it off? Yeah, last minute they changed. Uh, they took it off. And I know I talked to the owner or the um, uh, editor of Rolling Stone, and he said your name was never on the article. He never. We never talked about you being on there. He came in and said, I wrote this article, and my name was never on it. So, oh, yeah, just complete scumbag. Sounds like plagiarism. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, put, well, not really plagiarism. He just put his name where your name should have been. Right. I mean, and, yeah, I mean, it's, so anyway, when then then it got optioned and then you know new line cinema was going to do an article or do a movie they were talking about doing a movie on it and then doug i was talking to doug dodd which is the the main kid in the article he'd yeah. gotten out by then and so we're emailing each other and i'm like he's like bro uh they're writing a script right now and i went really and i said you know it's like based on what and he, he came back he's like yo uh, um the screenwriter has read the book twice. Now, it wasn't a book yet. It was just a manuscript. He goes, he read the manuscript twice. He loves it. And I went, um, the screenwriter, I said, so he's using it to write the story? And he's like, yeah, bro, he's read it twice. He thinks it's amazing. Okay, so now you're using, one, my name's not on the article. Two, it was strike optioned. One, strike two. Yeah. They did give me, they did give me, like I got a small portion of it, but... Now you're using my book. So I've got the, I'm saying, hey, you're using my book to write a screenplay. So all what I'm asking you for is if that book or if that movie gets made, I want my name to be on it along with everybody else's. And the response was, you're a guy in prison. Nobody wants your name on it. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That, that's not acceptable. You're using my material. I have emails that show that you said the, guy, the screenwriter is using my book to write the screenplay. And you're the one who did all the research. Oh, I did everything. Put I it did. all together. Probably wrote it 50 times. And, and I, interview, I interviewed the kid. Yeah. Um, I met everybody except for one of the people. And that kid we communicated through email. So... Um, Anyway, so what ended up happening was he was like, you know, don't rock the boat, bro. It's going to be, you're going to make a lot of money. I was like, I, a lot of money doesn't mean anything to me in prison. It didn't change anything. I can only spend $350 on commissary. It doesn't matter <laughs> if I have $20,000 in the bank. Right, right. So um, we went, you know, I was like, I'm concerned about when I get out of prison. Right. Do, can, I, can I reinvent myself as like a true crime writer? You know, and you're you're hindering that. Like, if I got out of prison and there was a movie that made that I that was based on my book, that's different. That helps me. And 
you know, no, bro, don't, don't be like that, man. Don't be, you know, don't be uh, uh, like a hater, a hater, bro. I was like, you begged me to write your story. You pathetic little weasel. You followed me around and begged me to help you. Envy and entitlement. Right. That's, that's, right. that's the answer to that. And well, and that was one of two. Then you get. Did, well, what ends up, what ended up happening with that was here's why he doesn't talk to me anymore. Because <laughs> I sent a demand letter to New Line Cinema, to everybody involved. Like I sent demand letters to everybody. Which and you Im- should, yeah. And, and immediately, with excerpts from all the emails that I have. So they immediately, everybody stopped talking to me. Immediately. So what I think, and, and keep in mind, they keep re- they've optioned that thing three times. So like every 18 months I get another check. Oh, so you, so you are, but well, I'm getting a small check. Yeah, right. I mean, it, you're it's not, not about, getting what you should. It's not about the check. It's yeah. that you're using my material to, and not even putting your fucking name. And I'm gonna put my like, like it's it's like this is the kind of thing that they'll do. Like they'll spend half a million dollars to fight a claim where it's like you understand, we're talking about putting my name on a screen for eight seconds. It'll be up there for maybe five seconds at the front, but five to eight seconds. And they'll and spend all off. that kind of money because they don't want your name on there because you're in prison. Well, it, it wasn't. It's not even. It, it's just. Or that, they want to give the credit to somebody else. They want to give the credit to somebody else. Right. They don't want to. They, you know, it, it's like, it's just amazing that, it, you know, but but Hollywood is just. But that, that's not even the bad one. The bad one was the war dog. Yeah, the war dogs is Devin Rowley. He got fucked. I remember seeing that paper. Rob, the stack of paper was this fucking high. Of a fighting then, in prison. Yeah, yeah, and then there was another stack of paper this high, of like one stack. One stack was like back and forth with it was Universal, right? Universal. No, that was it was uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. I'm sorry. I mean, this high as shit. And then there was another stack, maybe even higher, of research on Devaroli, who is the character in War Dogs. Yeah. So I mean, this guy's got stacks of trying to get what is well deserved from War Dogs, and then. An even bigger stack of research that he did that I don't care what they say because I read the fucking thing. That script is pretty much the movie. So, he, so Matt, you wrote, well, let's say this, you wrote the story about what War Dogs is based off of, correct? Yeah, I wrote that from Devaroli's story. And then someone from Hollywood or wherever, Warner Brothers, Found it or no, 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 no. They you brought the one of the it, it, wait, one of the vice wait, one of the you hear the whole story. It is uh, one of up. the president of Warner Brothers um, International. His son was friends with a guy. His friend, his son is a documentary does documentaries, and he's friends with a guy that does documentaries. So they were having issues with the script and Jonah Hill. There wasn't enough about Devaroli. So. The head of Warner Brothers president, his son goes to his buddy. His buddy contacts Devaroli to ask, and says, "Hey, I understand you have a manuscript. You're writing a book, or and you've written, now he already had the manuscript. I'd already written it. So he said, um, "I'd love to see it." So Devaroli sends it to him. Now they've got a copy of the manuscript. So they take his the manuscript. manuscript that right, he wrote. Right. They yeah. take the manuscript. Just to make it clear. And according to Devaroli. You know, I've never made this this allegation, but according to Dev Rowley, they used the manuscript to write the story. Now, Warner Brothers' argument to that was we used the man or we read the manuscript just to make sure that we didn't copy it exactly so that we changed it enough so that it's not the original story. Okay. 
right, they, they right, changed right. enough just so they could argue it in court. Right, right. They, they, they like we can, we can, we can't say this. So, but if we say it like this, yeah, or they put a scene in there where he was in the bathtub and he wasn't in the bath, you know, something. Exactly, exactly. They did the like. Look, we have a whole scene where he's in um, Afghanistan or in like Iraq. He was never in Iraq. So they do these little things to say, look, we didn't use it. Right. So um, that when but, you go to sue. Right. They can argue. And what they did, a lot of what they did was they took scenes that were in there and they just put pack owls in the scene where Devaroli was. Yeah. See, most of the the exchange between pack owls character and his girlfriend is really based on Devaroli and his girlfriend. Right. Devaroli's girlfriend hated war, hated guns, hated this, hated that. And so they just and also like Dever like in the you ever notice in the scene, like when Pacows goes and looks at this apartment and he's like, Yeah, yeah, we'll take it and they take the apartment. You understand? Pacows lived in that building in like an efficiency in a, in the older building. Pacows never made he made seven thousand dollars total working for Devaroli. Wow. He never owned a Porsche. He never owned a, a, a house, like in that condo. He never, none of that, all that happened to Devaroli. So they just swapped out the character because they don't have Devaroli's life rights. We've got the manuscript and we have pack house, but we don't have Devaroli. So here's what we're going to do. We'll swap the two out. We'll put in a couple scenes. We'll make it seem like it's yeah. all a completely different movie. It's we can argue it in court. Yep. They still settled with Devaroli. Yeah. Like they still settle with Devaroli. Like now, Rob, if you would read the manuscript and then watch the movie, you you would see a couple things that they change. Like he's talking. Yeah, there's about. a few things. But there is no doubt, without question, that that movie was written by him. They just flipped a couple things, but that movie he wrote A to Z. I read well, it fucking well that ten the, times, and then I typed it up. The yeah. book is way better than the movie. Like the book, like it's the book is the Lord of War. Right. He's a, a a young kid in his early twenties who's basically like it's like the Lord of War. He's literally going on to mil former Soviet bases and going on there and walking into just like in the Lord of War, he's walking into warehouses and saying, I want ten thousand AK forty sevens, I'll take a thousand AK seventy fours, I'll take, you know, these uh, uh MM four you know grenades, I want I mean loading up, blow put the visqueen around them, loading up load them up on the my, my question is, you know, when they take a movie, right, they base a movie off of somebody, whoever it is, Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan is not going to be in the movie, but they'll find someone that looks like Michael Jordan. And sometimes you're like, ah, I could see it looks like. Did, did these guys look at all, at all like that guy? No. Um, no. 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 First of all, Pacows is bald. I mean, he shaves his head bald. He's balding. Uh, Devaroli was actually thin most of his life. The only time he, there's a picture of him where he's gained weight. When he was placed on home confinement for like a year before he went to prison, he was on an ankle monitor. He gained like 60 pounds. But his whole life growing up, if you look at any of the pictures of him with guns, him at these um, gun shows, him him in Albania where they're doing the – the um, where they're getting the uh, – uh, um, all the ammunition, you know, he's thin. Now, he's a cokehead. Yeah. Now, in, in reality – I, I forget because I haven't read it in two years. But what did he? How did he eventually get popped in in real life? No, same thing in the movie. I, I, exactly. I thought so. I thought Bro, so. It's, it's, I, I thought that so. that whole part of it is. Yeah, I thought that so. whole. Listen, eighty percent of that is the same. Yeah. You know, um, 
So that whole part is, yeah, what he was doing was, and they have it a little bit messed up. What happened was Albania was gifted or given a ton of Chinese ammunition prior to, from China. So they're allies. So they gave him a bunch of ammunition. And when Devaroli starts selling that ammunition that's been stockpiled for 30 years, when he starts selling it, initially when they sell it, they're selling Albanian ammunition. But eventually the Albanians run out of their own ammunition. He's buying. We're, thinking, we're talking about like you know billions of rounds. So uh, eventually he's he run they run out of it. They start giving him the Chinese ammunition. Not a problem. It's all pre Tiananmen Square, right? There was an embargo at after Tiananmen Square where nobody is allowed, no Americans are allowed to buy or um, Chinese, Chinese ammunition. ammunition. But it's after. So if it's pre-Tiananmen Square, it's perfectly fine. So what ends up happening is he's selling it. He looks at it and he says, well, I'm going to sell it. At the same time, what, according to Devaroli, the price of fuel shot up through the roof. He hadn't accounted for that. And he said, so he called the military. He said, look, do you mind if I take these the take the ammunition out of the canisters, out of the boxes that they're packed in? Like that's a t- that's a ton of weight. And put them in plastic bags. So they go, yeah, that's not a problem. So they dump it all out and take it out. Now he says, now obviously I also knew that all that stuff had Chinese um, markings on it. He goes, but I'd sold Chinese pre Tiananmen Square Chinese ammunition before, like like six months before he'd sold it. They never said anything. He said it wasn't a problem because because I know it's like right now there's a ban on fully automatic machine guns. If I go on the internet right now and I, I I can buy a fully automatic machine gun, not me, I'm a felon, but you, you could buy a fully automatic machine gun as long as it was manufactured prior to the ban. Really? Wow. It, 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 you can't you can't suddenly say anybody who's got a gun can't sell it. Why? Well, you can't sell automatic. Yeah, but I've I've had this for you're, you're grandfathered in. Same thing with munitions. Yeah. So he had sold it. He said it's not a problem. So he then turned around. And so, he, but he's also packaged, repackaging it. Um, so he repackages it. They they put it on the on the transports. They uh, they send it in. Army's getting it. The military's getting it. They inspect it. And keep in mind, I'm like, yeah, but you know, you guys are taking out everything that says that. He goes, yeah, but if you look at the, you can look at every bullet. It's Chinese. It's got Chinese markings on. He says it's in China from China from China. So then this is the other thing. It where you have a um, an order that you fill out. Like, where is this ammunition coming from? Albania. He put Albania. They're saying, you lied. He's like, it is coming from, I bought it in Albania. I'm shipping it from Albania. I mean, he said, if something's made in China and I'm shipping it from the United States, they say, where's it coming from? It's coming from the United States. You didn't ask where the main, where it was manufactured. You asked where it's being shipped from. Right. Albania. (laughs) <laughs> so so there were all these little things that when he finally gets caught, they pile them all up. So keep in mind, all of a sudden, there was an article that there was an, there's an article about how there's this kid. There's this 22-year-old kid who's got a $300 million contract, and he's selling old corroded ammunition or munitions. To, the mil- to our military. Right. Not one. There wasn't one complaint of anything of of one bullet going off. Not one. That's a complete lie. Okay, that's something that was manufactured. That was a a, a, a 
story that was manufactured. So every bullet that he had gotten that he had sold Absolutely. to the US, they not, all worked. Not one, not one didn't work. But in Matter the movie, fact, they switched it up and act like it was jamming. Oh yeah, that's 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 not true. And that There's, never happened. Never happened. Yeah. What happened is this. The New York Times had a twenty found out there's a twenty two year old kid who's got a three hundred million dollar contract, who by the way is outperforming all of the other manufacturers that are all the other established manufacturers who are out there. So they they're furious with this kid. He's outperforming them. Because keep in mind So he, they want him going more than anybody. Oh, of course. Yeah. So New York Times says this kid's buying old ammunition. So when they start looking into it, and then then the and the um the uh the military investigators get into it, they re they start putting together a case. Like, look, Congress wants this kid gone. He's an embarrassment. He's been arrested before. We don't know how he even passed the all the screenings. How did his company end up? Keep in mind, they're performing. Oh, I forgot about that. So he had a record prior to doing all this, and still was able to get uh, government contracts Contract. bidding, and. And not only bidding, but we're talking about bidding on we're not ammunition. About, yeah, and we're not talking about. Well, he, he wasn't a felon, but still, he had a record, though. He had a record, and, and but he doesn't have a proven track record for for um, solid performance, right? Okay, so he you can't say no, no. He's done million. Uh, he's got he's done twenty, thirty, a hundred million dollar contracts. He's always no, no. He hasn't. He's done half a million. Two million. Right. In other words, million. his portfolio was did not live up to what they what he was able to do right. if it was restricted correctly. But he underbid the contract by like fifty million. Right. right. So, so right. They're gonna they're, they're gonna take a shot, right? Right. So and and this is the thing, like he's pulling it off. Yeah. They're 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 performing like other it's funny because there were the purchasing orders that were coming through and, and the the woman that's actually um actually coordinating everything literally she's coming to Deveroli and saying can you send a hundred thousand you know um, rounds of ammunition here and he's like well I don't that's not on my that's not that's not where I'm supposed to be shipping it like she's like because you know Dynacorp you know was supposed to be able to do this or Lockheed Martin was supposed to be able to do this and they can't they can't meet the demand uh, they're they got turned down or they can't fly it in they can't get it. how quickly can you get there and he'd be like I mean, I can get it. It's going to take about two weeks for me. He's like, that's fine. They're saying they can't get it there for months. Like, like he's now performing at it. He's meeting the contract requirements and he's filling your requirements. Right. I mean, listen, he's he, he, he's getting things without a done doubt that nobody else right. can get done. And look, so he and, took and, over and dirty. I mean, dirty, he's not doing he's not doing it legit. Yeah. That's why they hire these guys, because right. like the U.S. military can't finagle the rules. But Devaroli can't. But when it made him look bad, they turn on him. They kind of manufacture um, a, 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 a case against them. And you know what they ended up saying? When he's sitting arguing, it wasn't. it's not illegal to ship Chinese ammunition that was made prior to um, the Tiananmen Square embargo. They said, yes, but you didn't really – you didn't know that, and you hid the fact so you basically created a conspiracy by trying to hide what you were doing had you just asked your permission or just continued to do it. But you actually thought it might be an issue because Pacquiao's did think it was going to be an issue. And Devaroli thought at one point it may be an issue, but we're already repackaging all this stuff. So let's just let them figure it out on their own, right? Right. So if they figure it out. But the problem is Pacquiao's comes in. And fucks it all up. He comes in, he turns himself in and says, look, we're, we're shipping Chinese ammunition. I don't think we should be doing it. Devaroli says it's okay. 
I don't think so. And he's repackaging everything. And he so he says all this stuff. What a jerk off. Um, and, and, and he's and he, keep in mind, Devaroli had just screwed him out of a like over a million dollars. Well, that might be why he started uh, talking. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he didn't get a lot of money. Right? You said he didn't get a lot of money. The other guy. Oh, no. He got like seven grand. He should probably owe him over a, over a million dollars minimum. Why well, that fits his uh, port porte. What about the part, well, what about the part of the movie when they're in like Iraq? Were they in Iraq? No, he's he's they never been to Iraq. Getting fired at. He's uh, never been to Iraq. So he's never been to Afghan. It's 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 all that's manufactured. I mean, they, uh, what's so funny is like they did that for the purposes of the lawsuit that they knew were coming. Yeah. What was coming? When the fact is, is if they had made the movie based on that book that I wrote and just just took it to like if they had come in and said, "Look, we want to put your name on it. We're going to give you fifty grand. I'll take it. I'd have been thrilled. I'm in prison. That's great." Um, if they'd have gone to Deveroli and given him a few hundred thousand dollars, he'd have been thrilled. Instead, they end up spilling, spending. I can't even tell you how much do you think spent. they spent on lawyers fighting. I actually know what they spent. How much on did lawyers. they spend on? I can't tell you. T okay, uh, I'm gonna guess, and you just say closer. Hi, <laughs> hey, you say higher or low? Listen, it's it's over a dollar and it's under a million. It's a lot. Is it six figures? It's it's. It's definitely, of so course. It, what lawyer it, can you, you can't it, get a, is it, it's a, it's a, is it six figures with a five or higher, high or low? All right, Rob, the under over. Do you, do you, do you, do you think that, let's uh, move on. Uh, Warner Brothers spent <laughs> under or over 500K fighting? I'd say over 500K. I would say that Matt, Rob is a smart man, Matt, but just give us like the first six numbers in that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the comment. That What's the first number? Tommy's teeth are brighter than my future. <laughs> I love that comment. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll take it again. Did you, see, did you read that comment? There was actually a comment where a guy goes, Bro, Tommy's teeth are brighter than my future. Tommy, Tommy don't read the comments. It's I, I awesome. Make your, make your, They're make awesome. Your, make your future brighter. And it's the lighting. It's not my teeth. <laughs> Look, my teeth look super white. Get too. off the fucking phone. I'm man. not on. I, it, it's a habit. I'm just holding it. Is it's it like on a, airplane mode? Or are you, you're gonna start no, no. It's on airplane. Shit? It's on airplane mode. Okay. Huh. This happens every time. What What are we doing on the phone right now in the middle of a podcast? I like to play with it, That's bro. Cool. This is magic. Do you understand? They didn't even exist when I got locked up. When I got out, they handed me a little magic box. You've been out for a while now, Matt. I'm still impressed. I keep myself humble. <laughs> this fucking guy. Oh my god. Yeah, you're keeping yourself humble uh, using what's that? app called oh yeah. oh yeah reface yeah and we're not promoting it because they're not paying but it's just no. funny what the fuck they do. I listen i i i actually like literally you understand typically you know what my work day is i wake up at like six i go work out right i come home i either go to see my mom or not and i work like probably 10 hours a day painting painting writing doing podcasts doing whatever i need to do right I lost three hours the other day playing with this fucking app. And this is called Reface. So shout out, Reface. shout out to Reface, even though this uh, is... you're not a sponsor, but you can be if you want. Look, that's me. So you can put your face on somebody else. <laughs> now, now that's Matt. Yeah, but look, his... they definitely the do. Nose the nose is wider. The nose is wider looking. It is. Yeah, the nose is not. Is not. Look, look not at the great. camera, Matt. Look at the camera. Now look at your. Yep. Yeah. Look at that, and then let's go back to the picture here. Hold on. There, there's Matt. There's picture. Yeah, hit the nose is wider. Yeah, play it again for another part because he it, it does start to look more like him. <laughs> right there, right there. Keep great. your face like that. See, it does look like. Yeah, it's got it. It's great. Right there, Paul's out. Yeah, that's got him. That's insane. 
right? You got to yeah, you got to do. See now that that's pretty much got you pretty good there. Yeah. It's got your eyes, your eyebrows, your nose is right. Your they gave you a bigger bottom lip, but that's fine. But it's still funny. You got to do Tommy, Tommy as um, um Iron Man. As Iron Man. This is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that does look like me, right? That's perfect. When you got, we, you got. All right, so I no, so wait, wait, do the last part. The last part is the best. That, that's absolutely yeah, that's perfect. So that would be me with a uh, a goatee, I guess. You with the goatee? Yeah, I'll take and, fucking Iron Man any day. Yeah, I agree. And then, and this is Rob, the engineer. Also a. Uh, Drone guy, if you ever want. Oh, you got to give your number to uh, Tank. Yep. And here is Rob. <laughs> Here's Rob. <laughs> that looks like you there. <laughs> it's there. You just. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes are that, that good. Right there, I had that haircut as like a five-year-old. My mom. Oh, got my everybody did like the bowl cut. Rob, <laughs> pause it and put it on wide view and come stand next to the TV at a good spot. <laughs> What do you think is the best spot? That right, right there. there, right there, right there. Pause it and come up here. This is this is Robert Moore. Worked for NBC, Fox. He's nice enough to uh, be my engineer and click the cameras. And he's also does flying drones for high end shit. If you need a drone, gig. Stay, right? All right. Let's see. It's there. Yeah. I mean, if I had the bowl cut, still, I guess. It's there. But like the uh, my tooth, I did crack my tooth. <laughs> The nose is pretty good too. It's it's you can if you look you yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. it's him. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I think I, I think the Iron Man one on me is probably the closest yeah. because and in the app as you were saying there there's multiple ones you could do. Like you can do what were the other ones you were doing? Oh, you, bro, there's it's got to have it's got to have a hundred of them. Yeah, it's about fifty to a hundred different. Oh, movies. you just said you spent three hours playing with it. Was it was ridiculous. So, yeah. Listen, oh boy, my so, uh, my mom has a nurse that is very attractive and we put her face on a bunch of supermodels and i mean as soon as you send it to anybody like i'd send a little clip to somebody they'd come back and me like oh my god is that celine oh my gosh that's celine oh my gosh is that celine how did you do that what's like they immediately picked it out yeah me eh that's definitely that's pretty good yeah that, that one was pretty good yeah i like that one a lot yeah no but you do you all three, there's spots. They're there's certain good. spots where yeah. you can definitely I mean, see it. It's, you know, you can only do so much. Yeah. Listen, 10 years from now, it'll be ten, amazing. 10 years will be walking around. It'll be amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean, There'll be a hologram of me. Yeah. He'll walk in, sit down. I won't even need you in here. Yeah. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Typical uh, Matthew Cox. Man, look how, I didn't realize how big those paintings, that painting, like yeah. the Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Man, that was big. Unbelievable. Yeah, we're going to go through your Instagram. But I wanted to ask you about the uh, – the, before we got on the podcast, you were talking about the uh, $6 million uh, uh, piece that you put out. You just put it out this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the guy, Lugo. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. What happened – what video did you just put out that you were talking about $6 million? I was walking in and out, so I didn't hear all On that. my channel. Yeah. Matt Cox and Inside True Crime. Right. Or just Inside True Crime. Whatever. Or you just type in Matt Cox and you, Matt Cox, and you yeah. come up. Yeah. So I put out a uh, video today about this guy that I had That's met. That's it right there. It's the uh, con man reacts to 6 million PP loan scam. So that's the one right there. 
True he, Crime. Matt, Matthew Cox and Inside True Crime. So um, I met this guy in federal prison named uh, Julio Lugo. Um, he's a black guy, but he's got like a Spanish name. So when I got, so we used to hang out, we used to talk all the time, you know, it's all right. So when I got out, he contacted me and was like, hey, bro, um, you know, we got to hook up. We got to have lunch. I want to tell you what I'm doing. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? And he said, well, you know, I'm doing real estate. I'm doing a bunch of stuff. Like I said, oh, you flipping a house? Yeah, yeah, I'm flipping a place right now. But I'm doing a bunch of other stuff like I want to talk to you about. I go, well, let's talk. What What is it? Well, it's kind of let's have a conversation in person. I was like, um, okay. So I knew something was wrong. Like all the pictures of him on Facebook, he's it's Louis Vuitton and Prada. There's he's got flashing money. Like nobody lays a hundred thousand dollars out on a bed, you know, and takes pictures of it. And unless you're you're some wannabe gangster or you know rapper or some or just a complete idiot or asking to get your or, door kicked out. Right, and so that was what he was asking for because I then suddenly like a. About a about week and a half, two weeks ago, somebody sent me a video and said, have you seen this? And it was that Julio Lugo and his wife had been indicted and arrested for applying for $5.8 million in PPP loans. And now they, they make it sound like they got the money, but I, I obviously I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, no, they applied for it, but they obviously got a million, maybe $2 million out. Because they're building new houses, they're paying off vehicles, they're they're doing. They they pulled out. They said they pulled out three hundred and three hundred fifty, three hundred sixty thousand in cash. And what's a uh, PPP loan? It a PPP loan is the the loans for the COVID, like the relief. Okay. So there, it's a yeah, it's businesses that are going under that need to pay their employees. Oh, these are all these ones that are getting one hundred twenty k. Yeah, they're getting like, and they're not going under. No, well, yeah, they're getting it. They're and they're not paying their employees. No, they're going on fucking vacation. They're just buying shit. Right. So obviously, Lugo had, was talked to all of his friends and family, people that have had existing businesses, and they applied seventy different times from his home computer, wow. home IP address, for these for this money, and obviously got a bunch of it. And I just like the whole time he was trying to contact me, I knew something was wrong, so I kept blowing him off, like. Like he's like, hey, uh, where you at, bro? We'll go have lunch. I was like, um, I'm in Riverview, man. I'm in Tampa. I'll, I can swing by now. Oh, I was like, I can't. Um, I'm headed. I'm on my way to Orlando. Well, when are you gonna be back, bro? Oh, it's not gonna be till late. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, you know, I don't want to be. How many times would you say he tried to contact you? I think I spoke three or four times. He called me, and but and how many times did he call overall? Like three or four times. Oh, I thought that maybe he called more that you just didn't answer. Um. You know, there was there's only a few times that he called. There's two or three times that he called and I didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that it's not that I was trying to be rude. I just felt like I you know how you have inst- that intuition. Oh yeah, and yeah. I just was like, you always know. You always know wrong. when something's wrong. You know, it's just a matter of do you pay attention to it or not. Right? Do you run with it? Do you think you're okay? Do right. you think oh, it's, what what could it be? And I'm then a lot curious. of times when you have that feeling, it doesn't happen right away, and you're like, ah, this is just a bullshit feeling. And then little do you know. Six months, a year later, that feeling that you had a year ago ends catches up turning up with in. You. Yeah, it catches right. up with you, and you're like, "Fuck, I should have listened to myself." Well, he, yeah, I don't know. look. What's his name? Hugo Long? No, Julio Lugo. Julio, Julio Lugo. Lugo. He's got so many stories with this guy. He's like a baseball player. Yeah, so he was. There is a baseball player by the name yeah, of Julio Lugo. So. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They didn't mention that when in the uh, in the indictment or the U.S. press release where they talked about arresting him or the multiple news programs guys, or articles. You, you were showing me the article before we came on. This guy's got cash laying all over the table, putting on on Facebook. Yeah, and got himself surrounded. Got videos of him throwing parties where they had a Louis Vuitton cake. Yeah, it was just made up of Louis Vuitton, and and they're all like, he's all a like, Louis Vuitton cake. Yeah, yeah, it's nah, on Facebook. I, I like Louis Vuitton. I, I would. I don't want a Louis Vuitton cake. Well, it, it looks pretty, exactly. but and I would show it to you, but I'm not allowed to use my phone well, on I the can, podcast. I can pull it up. Yep. Well, it's Facebook. It, the name of his, by the way, he didn't use his name. He used the name um, Ricky Williams. No, Richard Williams. Richard Williams. Right. That's his alias. I don't know if we'll be able to find that, but be a million Richard Williams. Yeah. While he's playing around, we'll. We'll just yeah. talk about whatever. Well, no, no, he no. they, he might have pulled it down. I no, but you know the down. feds are going to keep it up. They're, they're probably tracking everybody that clicks on it. No, I'm just joking. They, I mean, they, they got him. Where was he? Was he in Florida? Yeah, he was in. Um, well, I think he's in Lake. No, that's not him. He's a black guy. What are you doing? <laughs> well, um, probably easier just to Google his name. Any of them, him? If not, to hell with it. There's lives in Miami, Florida. That no, one down there. No. Turn your phone on. Fuck it. All right, let's find this guy. Have to cut this part out, and then. Is he a floor technician? He is not. He may be a uh, orderly when he gets the ten years that he's going to get. <laughs> or orderly is uh, sweeping the floor. By the way. <laughs> um. So, I mean, that's such a common name. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not even worth it to even look John for it. Smith. Yeah. Matt will find it. I, I let him put it on the phone, which I probably shouldn't have done because he'll never get out of it. I'll, I'll be having an interview with you, Rob. Yeah, it's going to be me and Tommy talking. <laughs> Matt, have you found it yet? Nope. Hold on. He had it up should, earlier. Should we pull up his uh, Instagram page while we're on here? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go through that. That's his uh, Inside True Crime. Yeah, that's some fucking crazy. Look at that painting. That's cool. That's what I was telling him. Yeah, I like this. I mean, he can paint just as good as anybody else. That is... Oh, that's nuts. They Don't worry about it. They might have pulled it. There's Boziak. Boziak, yeah. Hey, don't worry about it, Matt. They probably pulled it down. There's Marilyn Monroe. Oh, right there, yeah. That is crazy. These are wild. Matt, we're going through your Instagram page while you're searching there. Yeah, forget about him. Nice. Forget about that guy. Whatever, he's done anyway. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't have put it on Facebook, you know? Should have been more... Uh, he should I have mean, done that when, when he was it, done, maybe do something, 2060, right? 2060. Yeah. So go back to the top, um, and this is... Uh, Cox pop art. This is him painting. He's as good as any painter I've ever seen. I see that he's doing it more often now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a bunch of time lapse videos. Yeah, this is cool to watch. Cool. How he does it from beginning to end. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I did two of those. It was this this guy, and he wanted to, his wife apparently loves Jason Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth. Like she's like loves horror program and that's her favorite character and so she wanted me they wanted me to paint a pop art Jason Voorhees so I came up with something and oh and she also loves Hello Kitty 
Hello Kitty. So I did Hello Kitty Skulls and Crossbones and did a Jason Voorhees behind. Now you're blasting through this, but how long does this actually take you? 10 to 20 hours. 10 to 20 fucking yeah. hours? Yeah, and you can't do it like in a row. Like it's not like this. Like this is, if you, people, I've had guys who think, oh, you do it in like a day? I'm like, bro, every, like every couple of seconds I got a different shirt on. I'm wearing black yeah. shirts, white shirts, red shirts, green shirts. Is that shirts. oil-based like, paint? No, it's acrylic. Okay. So when you do that, so what you do like a little bit, maybe like an hour or two? Yeah, I'll do paint for a couple hours or an hour. Break. Take yeah. a break, do something else, come back the next day or whatever. And this is his uh, Bubblegum Girl uh, collection. These are pretty cool. I like this one. Yeah, yeah. I've got a time lapse of that one too. I got. I uh, just scrolled It's down. right there on to the left. Yeah, that's it. And this is your Bubblegum Girl, right? Yeah, this is like a one minute video on. Yeah, play it. So you take just an actual picture like that, and you look at it, and you're able to do that freehand. Well, I, this one's actually a modified screen print. So I'm painting it in, and then I do a screen print over it. It gives it like a pixelated look, which is really cool. Um, but I basically paint the entire painting. And then I, <laughs> I do a screen print over it, you know, which gives it a super cool look. Uh-oh. You want me to turn that one back off? Well, if it didn't do it, it, it just wouldn't be you here. It just wouldn't be you. I mean, it doesn't matter. A few times. So I've sold a ton of these things. Not a ton. Whatever. I sold like 15 or 16 of them. I have a few I have a few more orders I need to, to fill. Great. Um, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I shipped that one. Did it, did it get there? Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm sure it did. It should have. Who's like a hundred bucks to uh, that guy bought a couple of paintings. What did he buy? The Joker. I love that he Joker bought one. bought the Joe uh, a Joker. I've done like three or four. I've done like four Jokers. Do the Joker face, Matt. Uh, Matt, do the Joker face. You have to. <laughs> so, um, I've got there that one right there. That who, one's cool right there. The, the no down, that one right there. Yeah, who is that? No, not that one. Uh, but, but I'm asking you, who is that? That's Warren Buffett at like a younger age. No, these are just these are just pictures. No, I'm talking about the Marilyn Monroe, right? But there. I'm talking about the middle one. Who is that? Oh, I don't know why it did it like that. Um, what? Well, no, I had a guy that owns a brokerage business that wanted three uh, paintings, three oh. pieces, and he wanted businessmen because I want businessmen with in a cityscape. And I want these three quotes, and he gave me three quotes to put in the paintings. So just general, just general businessman, not anybody particular. No, nobody particular. Yeah. Like models, really. I just yeah. went and found some models, and then I played with the, um, played with the photos, and came up with the design, and he approved man, it. Man, you're good. It. You're good, man. Um, a lot of layering, right? I guess. Oh yeah, lots of layers. Like this is, um, these these are great. Like uh, these are Marilyn Monroe. It's. People love Marilyn Monroe. Now, while we're watching you do this awesome shit, which it is awesome, because you're doing this by hand, and, you know. Yeah, these I are. I mean, they're perfect. They're as good as anybody. Now, and I'm not breaking your balls, but being dyslexic, when you look at that, does that mess with you at all? No. No, it's just no. when you read. It's just, it's just, it's just. Which is reading. crazy that you're a screenwriter it, and wrote fucking War Dogs, and you can't even read the right way. What, do you have to read it backwards? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. Hey, you you got me a it's, few times it's already. It's just difficult. It's just difficult. So when you look at so look when when you're reading something, how does the dyslexia fuck with you? 
Okay, dyslexia has you. It, it's basically an overprocessing of symbols. Uh, uh, so what ends up happening is instead of me seeing the word building, you know, I see a, a ser- like you automatically, your brain automatically converts building into a symbol. You know, immediately that's building. I see it as you know, b u i. Like I'm like, I have to every time I'm reading, I'm basically sounding it out, sounding it out. If it's got more than two or three. It's got more like three letters. I'm sounding out. So if you watch me, if you hear me read, I mean, and I've this is like my whole life. People, people are like, like they'll hear me read. I remember one time being at a my birthday party, and my I was married at the time. My father in law had given me a card. And I looked at it and I read it and I was like, okay. And I put it down. And he goes, ah, oh, read it, read it out loud, read it. And I thought, oh man. And I was like, so I opened it up and I started reading it. And when I was reading it, he goes, quit playing around, man. Come on, read it, read it. Because I'm, I'm going through it slowly and reading it. Yeah. I'm reading it, but it's it's stuttered and it and it's slow and it's methodical. And I don't read it like smoothly. Right. So I'm I'm reading it out, and I remember my uh, my ex wife, my wife at the time. She was like, "Daddy, daddy, daddy," and he's like, "No, nah, not yet. Why are you playing around? Why are you playing?" Around? And it was just, and she was like, you know, she turned around and just was like, "Hey, calm down." We, yeah. you know, that's, that's how he reads. Yeah, and she was, he's like, "Why?" She was, he's dyslexic. He has a learning disability. He's like, "Oh, but you know, I own a mortgage company, so I'm." I'm driving a nice car. We're making tons of money. So people think they don't associate that you have a problem. They think you got the life by the balls and everything's good. And no, I mean, I got some issues. Right. I'm dealing with it. Everybody's got issues. Right. Which probably will get fixed before you're dead with that with Elon Musk and his, uh, no, really, I mean, the, I, the, the net thing. And, great, uh, just in time. And stem cells. <laughs> well, Listen, I'm at the end yeah, of my rope you, now. You, you'll be fucking 80 and now you can fucking 50, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll, you'll, be, you'll, you'll be reading all day Thanks. long. You'll be walking around. I mean, we know you could talk for 30 hours. Thank God they fixed Jesus Christ, when you read, this fucking guy will be walking around talking and reading out loud. Jesus, I'll need a muzzle for you. Oh, boy. We got to get muzzles in. In bulk, Matt. <laughs> I don't think I. Oh, I did do a time. That lapse one's of, I did a time lapse of this. Whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stronger. No stranger. 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 Well, you don't. I know you can't see it. You now, can't see. Yeah. Uh, Elvis one's awesome. That's <sighs> one other thing. My favorite is the one with the. Um, my favorite is the one with the uh, uh, the bomber. the big who is, wheel. Who is that? Bronze bomber. Who is that? Um. Is that Floyd? Me- I don't know who. That I, I is. thought at first it was Floyd, but I don't think. I don't so. know. Some guy gave me some money to paint it. I like the the big wheel kid. Yeah, the, that, the with the fucking atomic, AK on it. <laughs> the atomic bomb, in the background. So how long have you been painting for, like this? I'm painting, like I mean, well, I mean, for like, um, let's see, is it all about a about two years now? Since, since I got out of prison, it hasn't. In July, it'll be two years. So now, who's on the right there? Arnold. That's, That's Arnold. Arnold. And then on the left, um, Benjamin Franklin, in a, you know, doing the West Coast. Wow. So I was told to draw. Hey. I was told I was told to paint. What they want, they get. And now this is the uh, Inside True Crime Instagram. <laughs> Whose podcast is that? Was is that Value Entertainment? Yeah, that's Value Entertainment. I don't think I can, I can't play that. Right? Are you why? I get they, they give you a strike. If you play YouTube while you're like, say right now we play your YouTube, they'll strike it and uh, go ahead, kill me, the word. 
monetize. What? Oh, they'll demonetize. Demonetize. They don't demonetize it. Oh. If I play one second of your video, any income from your video with me and you, even if it's one second, it all goes to you. So it's not. A, I'm sorry. It's not a strike. They'll post it, but all the money goes to you. Matt's one gonna, second of your video. Matt's gonna want me to play that video, aren't you? Matt? Yeah, play that video. <laughs> and say say play makes, my video. Say, say play makes, one of my videos. Say it makes five bucks. Right, right. That five dollars goes over to you. One second goes to you. At least they warn you and tell you to blade it out, or whatever. But there you got Boziak when he, was, he doesn't even look like that anymore. No, no, he's a maniac. Yeah. Now. This is by far your most fucked up idea ever. I'll be there in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, these are. This is just my the true crime stuff. Now you you weren't posting much, right? No, I've been posting lately. I've been posting a bunch of stuff because, um, you know, now I'm starting to get into it. And there's the book right there on Matt, which should be a movie. Well, I'm sure it will be a movie in t- in due time. Working on it. Working on it. Are you in any talks? Not on my story, just on the other stories that I've written. Are you, are you eventually gonna? try to it's yeah at some point once i get my story off the ground i mean once i get the other stories off the ground like you know once you're once i've got other things being developed but right now my fear is if i work on doing my story and it gets made then it it shuts everything down like you couldn't you can't jordan belford actually came in and tried to be a um a producer like he was wanted he was pitching different series that he wanted to do that were all based on like, you know, fraud and excess and yeah. cons and stuff. Jordan Belford is uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. So he would, and and basically, you know, as soon as he walks in the room, everybody's like, you know, oh, wow, you're Jordan, you're the Wolf of Wall Street. You're the Wolf. So when he's pitching an idea, they're not focusing on the idea. They're, they're thinking Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. wow. Who? It's like, it overpowers it. It's like, it's what like watching, you know, so I understand what what you're saying in so many words is if and this is true. It's just the way it is. It's just the facts. If you push your book, you're gonna put a shadow and a cloud on the other books that you've written that you're promoting and pushing right. and trying to. That's just that's just. Facts. It's just the way it is. It's, it, it's like it you know. It's it's like these. You get pigeonholed. You get typecast. Yeah. It, you know where pe- nobody can see you as anything other than this this persona and like. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Right, like you're never gonna see. Skeeter or whatever the fuck. Yeah, what, what's that kid's name? Um, Screech died. Screech. Screech. Yeah, he died. He died. What over? He overdosed. Yeah, he overdosed. Yeah. I mean, like you're never gonna see Screech as anything but Screech. You're never gonna see. Uh, what was the guy? Um, Encino Urkel. Man. What was Encino what about Man? Steve Urkel. That's all I see is Urkel. Steve. Yeah, whenever yeah. you see Steve, that's another one. What about Encino Man? What was the guy in Encino uh, Man? Um, but you're, but yeah, but, Polly Shore. Polly Shore. You're never going to see Polly Shore. Can, he can't. He can't. Even if he was an amazing actor, which he's not. But if he was, you could never put him in anything like you know. a romantic movie. Yeah, you le- were legitimate. Like, a, you like uh, James Bond. Yeah, right. Yeah, people will laugh at him. Yeah, it's yeah. Time doesn't matter how amazing he is. Yeah. So your your reasoning is very right. So uh, nobody thought out will, and smart. So, so you never going to take these all the ones, and then you get done with what you're doing, and then bang. Right. And then by then, I've learned how to do the process. Right. By going through these. You know, any mistakes I make, I'll make on your story, right? His yeah. story or that guy's story. Yeah, I would do the same thing. Right. And then when you go to do yours, yeah, you, now you I know bypass all the bullshit. Not signing that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we've already went through that one. Eighteen months. You crazy? <laughs> who plays Matt Cox? Who who's gonna play you? Yeah, who would who you, would want you to I won't accept anybody taller than five foot six. <laughs> so who? Uh, Colin Farrell. 
He's too tall. He'd have to stand in a hole the whole time. Colin Farrell is not tall. Colin Farrell's got to be like six foot tall at least. No, he was going to play Joey. He was going to play Joey Molino in the movie. What about uh, Matthew McConaughey? He's fucking tall. It doesn't. It, Colin, Fer- let's find out how tall we have he is. a. Well, you know, we don't. We don't need to get on the phone, Matt. We have a computer right there. Okay, how Colin Farrell? I bet he's at least five ten. No, he, he might be five ten, but he's not five ten. I'm five foot six. He's, I don't even think he's five. Okay, five. He's five oh, wow. Okay, five, but they ten. can make him five, look. Ten. They can make well. Okay, well, Joe's five six. Well, look at look at Belfort's like five foot five. And yeah, they, and, they had and, him. Uh, DiCaprio five, six two. What's, uh, what's yeah, DiCaprio tall. six foot two. He's at least six foot. Yeah, I think he's no. Nah, I think he's probably six two. Six foot. Six foot. Ugh. Well, with a good pair of heels, he's six yeah, two. Yeah, but who would? You, but no, really, who would you pick to play? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Johnny the, Depp would be cool. I, I he mean, could play. I mean, that Johnny would be awesome. Depp's a maniac, and he's old. He, well, like I was, I was in my. Yeah, but you're a maniac. I was in my late twenties, early thirties. When, when, when can, a lot of this has, you need a kid guy that's in his early thirties because then he can play me prior getting started. And he can play me when I'm up to 36, 37, because you can sp- in your early 30s you can span that gap. But they also now. Oh, nice. But they can nice. Change. There you go. That 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 could be his uh, guy right there. That's that's perfect for you. What is the guy from Lord of the Rings? Oh, um... <laughs> oh, they're really long. Oh, I listen. I used to get that all the time. Oh boy. That guy. No, no, not Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. Um, You're thinking uh, um God. the little fucker. Um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> he could play you, though, Matt. He's skinnier than you, and he definitely is, you know I mean? Come on, don't, don't, don't. don't when when, when you see the real Matt, you have panties dropping everywhere. There he is, the little tiny guy right there. No, down. Right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, he was in the other Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, so that's who's going to play you. What's his fucking name? Who cares what his name so is? So mean. There you go. You can play him. Well, you're taller than him and better looking at him. It's a win. <laughs> I'm not playing him. He's playing me. Play, you want him play, to be a play, little taller. Play you. Him a little better looking. They don't want to have a No, a, because because you got the good story. So then when they go to the real person, they're like, damn, this Matt Cox is a good looking motherfucker. This, 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 he looks like he's twenty six. Oh my God. All right. Let's what Jack are we Black? doing? You could have Tom Cruise play. Jack there? Black? <laughs> wow, that's uh, there you go. I mean, Billy Crystal. <laughs> Why are you picking these guys that are like 60, 70 years old? Yeah, like, Billy who's an upcoming young. actor? What about an upcoming? Who was the guy that was in Split? I don't know. The English is. English guy. He was also in Wanted. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart could play. Play, <laughs> play Whiteface. Right. Yeah. He could do it in Whiteface. He could pull a Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Have you seen him? No. He's changed his look how look how short look at look how tall she is. Yeah, she is tall. Well, he's he's well, what did say it was five seven? Five, six. Oh, five, five seven. Five yeah. seven. Yeah. There you go. So Tom Cruise plays. He's you know, too old. He's in his late fifties. Nah, but the, look no. at the guy. First off, he hasn't aged in. Th- he, he looks the same now as he did in the one. It's because of Dianetics. Out. It's because of, of, of why, uh, would you rather of, Billy Crystal? Uh, Dianetics. It's the, uh, that's the science bullshit. Science Scientology. No, they, it's called a ton of Botox, plastic surgery. And no, they just there's a younger guy, Jesse Eisenberg. Absolutely not. Are you serious? Why How he's can five you possi- seven? Oh. You possibly think that he looks anything like me? I mean, if your curls are a little curlier, but what? they but they got computers now. I don't. 
care. They can change it. They did it in. What about him? That's he's good. I'll go with him. Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Dave Dave give Matt Cox a call. He's got some serious fucking eyebrows, though. I mean, we can trim the eyebrows. All right. All right. So Dave Franco it is. That's who it's going to be. You're Dave Franco in your book. All right. So that that Dave Franco's me. What you, how are you getting this confused? Dave Franco is playing me. Playing you in the book. Based on your based book. Based on my thank you. Hey, did you ever think about posting the uh the manifest or synopsis or whatever of uh War Dogs like like No, that, I can, bro, what, what you trying yeah. to get me sued? I don't fucking trying know. Trying to get me sued. I can't write a book if you put a gun to my head. So Yeah, but I'm, you're going to get me sued. I can't be You could get sued post- because you put your own script up. My own, I don't know if I could, but I, I, I feel like I could. We gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta get me, no, we gotta get me. No, no clue what he could possibly be doing right now. Okay, so we gotta get Instagram live video. What's he doing? Huh? Uh, what, what, we could do the, it could be anything. We could do, look, so there's Tommy. Hello. There's Tommy. So this is, I can put this on my YouTube channel. Okay. But you're saying, go ahead, do whatever you want. I'm gonna do it. And then we'll put it on my YouTube because we're live on YouTube. We'll put it on my YouTube and and I get you get the monetization from my channel from. Listen, none of my videos make any money, so it doesn't matter. OK, so I don't care what you Ben do. Stiller as Matt. He looks more like Ben. Stiller. There you go. Ben Stiller. So that's our that's our discussion right now. We're going to slide this over. Here. So Ben Stiller is going to play Matt. Ben Stiller is Matt Cox. In his book, uh, Sharking the Housing Pool. This is how I You know, Ben do. Stiller just did this crazy thing on National Geographic. He went and he hiked mm. with this guy and almost killed his ass. Did you see that? No. He went with this crazy guy on National Geographic that goes all over the place, like mountains, like fucking crazy mountains and rocks and climbing on the edge of the, you know, you slip, you're done for. Right. I mean, I'm sure with Ben Stiller, there was nets down there that you just can't see them. No, the they probably had a wire and a, and a, and a, and a <laughs> helicopter hovering like a above Like a fucking wire, right, coming down. But he was shitting himself doing it. It was pretty good. All right, so we'll switch to Ben Stiller. Fitcher. Ben Stiller is going to play me yeah. in Shark in the Housing Pool. Yeah, we'll give him a call tomorrow. I like it. I like it. We'll give him a call He's tomorrow. He's too old. Why is he too old? Because I was in my How many times I got to tell you this? How many times I got to tell you? You're going to say computers and Botox. No. All right. No. You don't even fucking need the Botox because they have the computers that can make you look younger. This is actually not a bad setup. Like if you had the camera, like like right here, you could do a whole podcast just like if we were sitting closer together. Yeah. That's how I could do a whole podcast. Instead of doing switching from camera to camera and spending $100,000 on editing and all this stuff, this right. guy, we can lose him. Let's get rid of him. We got to get rid of this guy. That's okay. He's the problem. Matt's getting right. me out of here. Well, yeah. I've, ch- I've changed this quite a few times. And, and and listen to these stupid every ideas time that I you just come, gave me. And what are you talking about? That's every, a dumb idea. Every single idea I've given you has improved your Joe Rogan, okay. Your your badly done counterfeit Joe Rogan. Really, the Joe okay. Rogan's not even Joe Rogan. Okay, he now, keeps switching. Now, now he switch. How many times? How many setups? Three, can he, even four, three or yeah. four? He's working okay. on another one okay. now. It's already changed. That happens. But okay. But now you told me to make it dark. Really, Matt? Re- uh, you, you, bro. How many more lights can you get in here? Look at this place. It's ridiculous. Jack Black. Because I don't want to be Jack in the fucking Black? dark. How am I going to be Jack Black? Now, Bro, now, look at me. He's lost a lot of weight, you know Jack what? Black. Now I want him to be Jack Black. Jack Black, hey. No, you know who he could be is the fucking, who, who's some big, ugly, dirty motherfucker? They want <laughs> Jack Black to play me in Shark in the Housing Pool. 
which well, is my movie that's not being made. There's no movie <laughs> being well, made. John, Recall. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. They could age him. I'd rather you they age someone than get somebody old and try and make them look younger. Because oh, whenever boy. they do that, it's absolutely horrible. All right. What about Elijah? Horrible. Ward? No. You're better look, looking at him. I mean, he's. You can't win with you. First, first I try to throw Johnny Depp at you. you he's crazy. Okay, well. Johnny Depp's like in his late 50s. It doesn't matter. Don't you understand what computers can do? Do you not I, understand? <laughs> What was the last Rob? What was the last movie that uh, De Niro came out with? With all of them, it was all. Oh of yeah, them. yeah. He it, um, was, it was the, the, it was the Irishman. Long. The Irishman. They looked, made them look younger by computers. They they didn't, and he still looked old. You know what he looked like? He looked like somebody that was old that they tried to make him look younger. Okay, with but by the time you actually come out with your movie, they'll so be you want to spend a, you want to spend half a million dollars on computer animation? I don't think so. I think you just get a guy who's in you. his in his thirties. In his early 30s. Look how chunky what's his name got. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. He used to have a career. Uh, what happened to him? I think he's been drinking a lot. Of what's things. he doing now? He's been boozing. Well, his his brother, one of his brothers, uh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, look at this. That, that look at why. this guy. Who the fuck is that? Uh, he was in... Um, Who? Uh, I, can't, I don't know if this is him. Is this him? Johnny, Johnny Galecki. This guy. I don't yeah. know. I've seen him. Yeah, I don't remember what show. Yeah. The Big Bang Theory. There you go. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend loves The, the Big, Big Bang Theory. People love that fucking yeah. show. It's a pretty funny show. I was watching it last night. Is it funny? I never watched the whole episode. It is funny. It's, you know, the problem is is that it, it's kind of like it's it's like intellectual kind of smart humor, so you wouldn't get a lot of it. But I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Now, did you like the one with I, – I call, I call it the ball breaking, Matt. I call it that. Um, there's nothing in your teeth. You don't have to keep looking. I was. I was smiling at myself because this is running. We're video. We're up to almost to five minutes. Oh my God! It's great. This is content. So we're almost at about the time the uh, amount that you do your videos. What are they? Seven minutes? Fifteen minutes? Well, listen, I I don't have yeah, because a you, stockpile of funds to pay people. Uh, you just film yourself uh, getting a cup of coffee. And right. Exactly. Like Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as it tastes good, I guess it's all right. Listen, I, I'm I'm building a fan base. But really, Matt, on that painting thing, you could really go to the next level. I, I'm, I'm working I'm on it. To, I'm working on it. If I could find my, I, I want to show you uh, th this painter that, like I said, he, he's extremely good, but you're just as good in 75, 150K a, a clip on, on paintings. And he's just as good, you know, I mean, no doubt about it. Yeah, we definitely have to pull him up. Yeah, I'll, I'll find him. There's a guy, Jason uh, Skelton, uh, Skelding in, in uh, Tampa. He's he's actually pretty pretty good, too. I yeah, mean, su he's super good, this really. Is, very. Um, I'll turn this on quick just to pull it up. David Spade. Nah, he can't play. Are you guys are you you know really? It's just, it's just mean spirited. Oh, just trying to get the movie. Man, just typed in short actors and we're finding somebody to fit your. You said five. How tall are you? Five ten. Five ten. I I <laughs> cut off my left arm to be five foot ten. <laughs> five seven. Talking about five, five six. I'm five seven with a good pair of shoes. Five five with heels. Well, nice, nice. <laughs> All right. All right. Plenty. Plenty here. Yeah, no, I, I want to show you this artist. I don't care how long it takes. What's his name? Uh, yeah. Oh God, yeah. J U S T Y N F A R A N O. Got it. 
Yep, that's him. So, so all sports stuff, right? So. Yeah, that's him. Really cool guy, by the way. Really cool guy. So he does all these paintings. He does interviews with Griffey and all that. That's one thing. I, I think that's okay. But uh, go to his uh, shop and just, you know, pick whatever. Football. So uh, just pick on that. Click that Tom Brady. So you can't see it in person, but that's 15K right there. 15K right there. Yep. And, you know, the, and go to, her, you know, uh, original oil painting. 120k. I mean, and and you're just as good, Matt. You know what I mean. But big uh, shout out to him. Yeah, but he's doing oil paintings too. I yeah. do acrylic, so you can do, you can get a way better result in as far as portraits are concerned with with oils. Yeah, I mean he he's yeah, he's great. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's 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 really good, and a, and a very very nice guy too. Yeah. Uh, go back. But yeah, but again, you know, like I was talking to him, and it took him five years right there. Uh, it took him five years to, not five years, he started in 2005, and uh, I took him, shit, until I think three years ago, he just started blowing up and uh, getting huge. So, but do it, Matt. I'm working on it. Now, do you have a website for your paintings or just contact you? So if, if somebody wants a painting, just go to your Instagram or YouTube or like how, how does somebody get a hold of you for that? I have an Instagram. It's it's uh, Cox Pop Art. Yeah, just go back to that even though we were there just so you can see it. Uh, play another one of him doing it real quick, real fast. Uh, that's about it. But just uh, um, oh, yeah, there's... On here. that kid one's pretty cool. Play that one. No. Oh, that's no. that's a uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe. No, to the left it was. Oh, I don't know. Keep going. Up or down? Go up. I mean, that's the the videos right, right. That's a video. Click that one. Now, what would this? Now, when you go to sell these, what's the, what's the average price range? Like eight hundred to a thousand. As long as it's one person, like if it's a three foot by four foot painting and it's one person. That's about what it. And if I were to go to order today, like say I say I want, um, we'll just say Joe Rogan, right? I'll, and I give you the picture that I want. Uh, how long would it take for me to get for you to do it and get it at this point? Could be two weeks to a month. Delivered in two weeks to a month? No, finished. Two weeks to a month. Now, and I'm, I, I'm about a, like I've got a ton of paintings. Like, you know, I charge too little. But it keeps me busy. Like I'm, so I'm constantly have money coming in. If I were to, you know, I'm going to start putting stuff in galleries. But you know, it takes, it takes time. Yeah, yeah. It takes time for them to sell. So you put them up, and you got to expect that you're, it's going to sell. But it's going to be, it's going to be, two to three months before it sells. Right. And you can sell it for something like these should be going between three to five thousand easy. And but you have to wait. You got to be willing to wait. You know, three months. Right. I can't wait in three. If if I were to paint a bunch of paintings in a month and not sell them, you know, I don't have enough. I don't have enough in reserves. Now, right here, that that's a different channel than your true crime. Am I right? Right. I have a true crime channel. Okay. Now one. click on that one. Um, and now this is all of your art stuff, correct? Yeah. 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 
So and that one, that one you can just type in uh, Cox Pop. That's Pop Cox Art. Pop Art, and then you have Inside True Crime, which, which is, will all be in the um, description. Right. Go, but go back to that and subscribe to that firm. Uh, to this thing, just subscribe to it there. Yeah. So you got a book on the way, hopefully, because that sounds like a good book. You're still doing uh, working with Boziak on right. on his thing that he's got going on. Yeah, we're waiting for that. Um. You got the true crime. You're back to posting again. You're back with your girlfriend. The light, life isn't over, and I was right that she that it wasn't over. Well, you're right for now. For now, but she'll change her mind back. again. When I walked in and I saw but the idea that you were back look, together, she's dating a guy that's I'm 18 years older than her. Oh, get the fuck over that shit. There's, I mean, I'm an old man. Who gives a fuck? What is it going on? And my eyes are crying. You it mentioned do, it doesn't matter. It he doesn't mentioned, matter. He mentioned breaking up with my girlfriend. I started crying. It's good, so good. Well, well, it's so sad. Well, why don't you play that out all the way <laughs> instead of half of the there? there, there <laughs> like Listen, I, like I'm opening a bottle of water so you could for what do you want me to like blade this for you so you look real good for the girl that when blade I it? That, like final cut, I can blade it so then you could put uh water on your eyes i got something good. in my eye man i guess I'm, I'm trying to help you out with the fucking girl dude. oh that's listen that i don't know who knows what's happening with this chick she's killing you know me. what's happening is that you two love each other and your minds are crazy i mean i'm and this is going to go on forever you guys aren't breaking up you'll probably end up together forever because you're completely opposite one guy's a nutcase fraudster uh narcissist fucking adhd maniac that you know is on a computer and YouTube, and then the uh, and his girl his had had a dairy joint. No, no, she doesn't work there anymore. She, oh, now she, she's a uh, was she building she, houses? No, uh, I mean with all due respect, and I respect it. She, I can't swing a hammer. No, she's almost finished gra graduating uh, from uh, be, to be a, a marine mechanic. A marine mechanic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, there's a more technical name for it, but basically she's uh, a marine mechanic. So, and she's working as a marine mechanic right now. So she fixes engines. That's what she does. She fixes car, uh, car, not car. She fixes boat engines. And oh, bro, she's yeah, she's tough as. Nails, it's just so. funny because it's not like she just like could put like like a cabinet together. This girl's working on engines. Oh, you should see her. You should listen. So you it's got hilarious. you got Matthew B. Cox. You know the mortgage guy. Now now a phenomenal artist. I mean phenomenal. One of the best I've ever seen. You're gonna blow up on that. In five years, if you keep at it, you are gonna be on a whole nother level with this art. You got the true crime thing that you always said you were gonna do, um, and you know, and then you have people around you that you wrote books on that you're selling, that's working, that you're getting people connected with big deals. Some that we can't talk about, um, or I don't know if I can talk about it, but I'm can't not talk gonna about it. Want to talk. I, I because, didn't say anything. But listen, anything. at some point. At some point, I'm going to come out, and it's going to be like, nuts, bang, right, right, right. Like I thought five years ago, I'm laying in my bunk thinking about trying to pull yeah. this off, and, and then I pull it, it off. Right, five years. That's of, an amazing story. I say five years it happens if you if you keep at it. I got to wait five years. I think to get to. to I was uh, thinking a year from now. I'm back here in a year from now, and I got a couple things going. I'm not. not no, I'm not saying you want to have a couple things going. I'm saying to where you you pop three to five years to where you're popping, popping. I can wait. Yeah, I was supposed well, to get out of prison in 2030. I got time. I can do, goof around so, for the next. I can goof around until 2030. It, I'm still ahead of the game. As long as you keep the dedication to that art, that's what's gonna. I, I think that's what's gonna be the thing. And then you'll probably just do the true crime and whatever for fun or from for play money, because the art will be the one where you're selling that Pacino up there for 75k. 
That will be your money. And then Actually, it's a good chicken pacino, right? That is that is a good pacino. That is good. And I painted that for a lawyer. Yeah. That I would go to that lawyer. Matter of fact, everything up there went to lawyers. Really? Yeah. The that these two on the side, uh, so the the Marilyn and the um Elvis went to a lawyer and the one in the middle went to a lawyer. So I think those are the only lawyer like I, I don't know. I think that Elvis one is probably the best one you did. In my opinion. And and that blue bubble gum girl, which we you didn't I didn't see it on your Instagram yet. It it's on there. Is it? Yeah. Before before we get we get done with it, should pull up his Instagram again because did you sell the bubble gum girl? I've sold sixteen of them. Okay. So they're because I've been I've you know keep that's one that I did a modified screen print of. Yeah, but where's the blue one at though? Oh, no, no, I didn't put that okay, one Okay, so for the people watching, he has this in blue. Oh, I have it in blue, yellow. I'll, I'll get him to post the different colors up. Green. Yeah. Um, magenta. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that one and the Elvis are the coolest ones. And, and the Pacino now. And the business guys are good, Oh, too. see this guy here? See, see the guy with the babe, the um, uh, angry baby, that guy? Yeah. That guy's name is Robert Smith. Robert Smith is a maniac. Like he's he's wants me to do the bubblegum girl. He wants me to do it three foot by four foot. He's like, I'll send you, I'll send you nine hundred dollars right now. I'll pay. I'm like, man, it's gonna be like three hundred bucks to ship it. I'll pay for shipping right now. And I'm like, bro, it's like a month away. I'll pay more money now. I'm like, no, no, you have to wait. You know, <laughs> he calls me. He works during the day. He works at night. Yeah. So he'll call me at two o'clock in the morning. He'll send me text messages. He'll get, or he'll be. That's good though. <laughs> he's, he's driving me nuts. So super nice guy. Do you see the shirt he's wearing? That it looks like Matt. That's my shirt, <laughs> and it says, "I have a fine art. I I have with, a degree. That, or I have a fine arts degree." That that is Matt with the full blown Joker face that I make him do every time on the show. <laughs> so, right? Do it good for the camera. Do it do good. <laughs> so and I mean that, that is a hundred percent. That is one hundred percent. He loves that painting. He has that painting for his, uh, you know, the little your little picture yeah. that you put. What, what did they call like it? profile, profile picture? picture? That's, yeah. He has the painting. That's funny. He wants me to paint another. He's got like three paintings he wants me to paint. That's awesome. So no matter how much somebody pays you, you won't push him ahead. I mean, I, I mean, look, well, if you came and said anything. ten grand. Yeah, you know, I, money will I do a lot. And there's Boziak. Oh yeah, that's the fuck's he painting? Um, he's what's up, Johnny? He's painting. Yeah, yeah. He sold that thing for like three, four hundred bucks. Good for him. Um, What's he painting? The same acrylic? Oh, I, oh, no. He's painting with acrylic. Like, you know, unless you're doing a, a unless you're going to do like a, a portrait or something, there's no reason to use oil paints. I mean, it's, yeah. it, they stink. They take days to dry. The cleaning, it's, oh, there's, oh, see this one right here on the on the right? This one. Right. Click on that one. That's a, that's, I love that. That's one of my favorite paintings. This is one of your favorites? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the Screamer, what I called it. Yeah, I, would, I actually painted that for myself. And then some guy came along and offered me like, I forget what he offered me, like 800 bucks or something. And I was like, my rent was due. And I'm sorry, how, how big are these? That's three foot by four foot. It was like four hundred. It was like three hundred bucks to ship it to him. And how what, how long did this one 
from the beginning to finish how many days? I, don't know. I know you're doing other shit. A couple days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's still basically like a week, maybe. Maybe no, maybe like ten hour, ten or ten hours, but you got to drag it out. I mean, like if I order, it drags out. Okay, say you have no orders right now, right? I order right now. From now until the time it gets shipped, average, how long would you say? And couple, I'm asking couple, that for a couple, couple weeks. weeks, two, okay. three weeks. Yeah. All right. I'm asking out of just a personal, just how long it actually takes. So you got all that going on? Anything else you want to want to push? I mean, no. You'll be back soon enough, so. You know these chairs, my butt hurts. They shouldn't. Well, they do. Do they hurt? Do they hurt your butt? No. That's why I bought them. Well, well, I, actually, I just followed Joe Rogan's uh, of course equipment and got I the wonder. Same chairs as I them. wonder if they hurt Joe Rogan's butt. That's maybe. Well, maybe you need to work out more, Joe Rogan. If you're watching this, I do. I do need to. Maybe. Maybe I haven't been doing because squats. You, well, you weren't bitching last time about your ass when you were in here. My ass was not probably as bony. Maybe it's getting bony. I could ask my go. my girlfriend. You've been in here five times. I think it hurt last time. No, I, I think you I was, would. Oh no, no. Probably, you, you I would have let me know. Probably too polite to say no, anything. No, 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 no. You would have let me know, my man. You would have let me know loud and clear. Just like you did now. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, the next time you're here, we will be in a much bigger studio and better off. So you We're not going to do another one of these? No, not in here. But when you come Right back, now? You don't want to do another one? So I'm leaving? We're done. Get out. <laughs> We're done. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to interview you. I'm going to interview you on my thing. <laughs> you're a funny guy. <laughs> Why can't I interview you? I'll think about it. We'll go wow. over to the we'll go over to the other uh, where I'm moving. And we'll see how much work you can help me with, and then are you my, are is that what you guys are? Yeah, well, I'm gonna go measure some things. It doesn't matter. You can hit it, punch it. I have another one in the closet if you break it. I have backup for everything because I break everything. So, oh my God. buy uh, Matt's art, Cox Pop Art. Buy buy a book. You know, I got everything on, on 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 Audible. You got on Audible? Yeah, I've got like three. I got like you know, four books it. Go, on go to Audible. Amazon.com. And uh, Audible, uh, and you can see all of his books because uh, out of all the times you've been in here, I, I didn't even know some of the books that you you wrote when I went to your website. Yeah, there. One, so two. The Shark, It's Insanity, uh, we have that video, and then we have a document video to back up everything that he said in the book Insanity because it no. is insane, and you do need to see the documents. Yeah, it would be Matthew Cox. I don't know what be that stuff is. Because that, when you read it, you can't even believe that it's actually true. It's... it's Matthew Cox. B. There you go. There we go. Ah, the program. We got it. It's insanity. That. The program? Both programs great. It's insanity. We've got what else do we have? Did anything else? Oh, look at that. Bent. Bent. Once is, a gunrunner uh, showed John up. Boziak. Never even heard of Once a Gunrunner. What that's uh, what do you mean? We just talked about War Dogs. That's the War Dog. That's his Oh, you book. named it okay. That's his his memoir. Oh. Yeah. Um I suppose oh had. yeah, bent. So listen to bent, bent. I'm. I just bought the. I just obtained the publishing rights to bent. Awesome. Changed the cover design, and probably in a week or so, the new one will be up. And I'm going to do an audible on bent. Uh, so the new one will be on Amazon. Yeah, it'll be on Amazon, and then we're going to do a. Um, then I'll do an audible too. So it'll be on audible and. Devil Exposed, which is another book I wrote. Yeah. Devil Exposed is going to be on Audible, too. The guy's already done it. I haven't had time to go through it and edit it, mm -hmm. but I will. Okay. So, so really, though, that's, yeah, that's, that's uh, big. The Audible's big. Yeah. Audible people love Audible. Yeah. 
So his books are on Audible, and uh, you can buy them on Amazon. Check them out. They're all good. Not it's, one that I've read is bad. And there's, like I said, there's a bunch. I didn't even know you wrote a couple of these. Do you do the voice? No, no I don't. But I can't read. You don't want to hear me read. Yeah. Like it would I asked be, him that before. It would be horrible. It really, everybody's like, no, well, you just, you, these guys, like, they, they get excited. They don't understand. Yeah. Like, they get, they're like, no, but you just, all you got to do is just, just look at the page and then tell us what's on the, is it, calm down, bro. People are reading, they're, they're, it's on Audible because they want someone to read what's written. Right. And, and it would take me reading that several times before I could probably get it right. And it's a 300 page book. That's what I was just going to say. Right. What you, are you doing? You're, you're going to, you're going to beat yourself up trying to get through 300 pages. It's not going to be right. No. You're going to go back and hate it. Right. And then you're going to end up going to the guy to have do it anyway. Cause remember I asked you that cause you have a good voice and I, and right. even I me, can tell my story and I forgot of the, of the situation. You know what I mean? Which, I, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but it's obviously not affecting your, um, you know, you know what, what you can do. You know what's funny is it's funny that like this is showing the audible, the the audible screen. See these these are the audible covers. Yeah, but it's not showing the shark in the housing pool audible. I need to sh- change my. Well, right there, other formats audible king uh can can. Oh yeah yeah okay okay yeah yeah that's just shark. Like I need to change my, I need to change my um. Yeah, this is yeah, this, he's good. This is yeah. The guy that does it, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, you can play that. This is Sean. He does sound good. He does sound good. Yeah, it's good. So who's he doing right now? He's doing Bent right now? Uh, no, not right now. He just finished Devil Exposed, and I have to, I have to listen to it and make any edits. Okay. Uh, I just haven't had time. I mean, you got to think it's ten hours of listening. You, yeah. It, you got to. When do you block that off? And that, not to mention the. Uh, that's Devil Exposed. Yeah, and that's, and that's not to uh, mention uh, the editing or anything else that you have to do. Yeah. Well, the book is the book is up. Like yeah. I have so I have an abridgment and I have a full length book. The full length book isn't up, but the full length mm. book is the one that's going to be uh edited. Or I'm sorry, going to be on Audible. This this should blow up eventually. Yeah, it's funny cuz like it it doesn't sell like it's not selling like my book, but it's like it's like every other day one of them selling, two selling. It's like I always think I don't advertise. That's what I'm like, saying. Like who's you, buying? Like they really people are it. there was one time when there was a whole like Suddenly there was, I don't know, like 15 or 20 sold within like two days. And I thought, what? Like I wasn't doing anything. Like what What happened? Like did, did QAnon get a hold of it or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like somebody yeah. mentioned it on a tweet? Yeah. Like what happened for like a split second? It was like a little spike. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine if you had time to push these. What you will Oh, if I had time. time and money to push them, it'd be, it'd be great. Yep. It'd be great. It's all just a matter of things. You're, you're a very talented guy, man. Very talented guy. I told you what happened with uh, uh, Facebook when I I did the um, uh, because because the jacket cover has Robert Mueller 
Mueller on it? I'm sure they got with it. You can't promote. Like, yeah, would not let me promote. They took it yeah. down. They I took can't my, promote either. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what do you do? Like, you couldn't explain. There's nobody to. There's nobody to write an email to. There's no. It's like, nope. Boom. Okay. Well, what if you're wrong? Yeah. Well, then no, there, to, there's nobody to contact. No. When, when you're, you're done, done, you're done. You're done. Until they have a competitor, and you know who that competitor is going to be? No. Apple. They're, they're they've already got patents out the ass for a social media platform. And if you read Nine to Five Mac or uh, Mac Rumors, uh, they think 2023 it'll be ready, and it will be basically uh, like an Apple Facebook, right? Uh, without the censorship shit, within, within reason, you know, if you go and no, you start you're you know, you're talking about the KKK and 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 lynching people, right. it's going to be an issue. Meaning where you can say like you could post this and it's not uh, it's not you know it's not censored within reason. They're not tracking you. They're not doing this and. It's a unbelievable marketing move by Apple because their e- ecosystem's so huge. All of this is going on now. So as the phone market starts to die die down, because it's kind of the same phone every year, it's a little bit better. But well, I mean, how much more can you do? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to make it thinner. You're going to make the chip faster. But it's coming to kind of like a. This is where we're at. The next level is going to be like a hologram phone, right? So now they come out and they hit the social media platform where everybody's bitching about Facebook and everything else. So now Apple comes out, they already have their ecosystem. Right. So now what does that do? That pushes the people that aren't with Apple to Apple and grows their ecosystem even more. And anybody in their ecosystem is obviously going to go on it. And I'm sure they'll make it like you have to have like an iCloud to be able to sign up for that social media platform. You have a hologram map coming at your phone. Of yeah. course they will. You know Tommy, what I mean? Tommy has a huge prediction. He's talking all about Apple and stuff, and no, and, I, and I, no, it's going to be. I'm ready. I'm ready to sign up. I'm signing up. I want. Listen, I wanted to because Facebook won't let me advertise my stuff. Just they go. Shut me down. They shut him down. Just go read. Just go read. Um, Facebook done. Mac rumors and nine to five. Just go through the thing. You'll see that there's a bunch of patents that they they put out, but they put a million patents out every day. But this is. They're going to, I mean, they'd be crazy not to do it. And now that ecosystem blows up beyond belief. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. And and if you're Apple, you make them, you have to have an iCloud. Yeah. You know? And, billions. And then they, they, they rock the house, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So get Matt's books or audibles on Amazon or Audible. Uh, get his paintings. You can hit them up on uh, Pop Art. Or what do you have? A Cox Pop Art? Yeah, it's Cox, Cox Pop Art. Yeah, and then you got your uh, True Crime. And uh, everything will be in the, the uh, description. And thank you again for coming in, Matt. And next time when you're here, we'll be in a bigger studio and you can't bitch. You have less to bitch about. I feel like I'm not bitching at all. You've, you've done very well today. Yeah, he, he was good. I, this You were yeah. on point today. You, you know why? Because he got his girl back. Everybody he got the girl back. He got See what, see what pussy does, can do to does, you? Does she cook for you? She does cook, so she she's still cook like you know a little. I'm saying really, she really come over. She works all the time and she's at school all the time. She does. She you know the problem is Matt. The, the microphone's can't. like right there. <laughs> she can't break up with me because she doesn't have time to break up with me. <laughs> the moment she gets a little bit of time on her hands, she's be like, I'm cutting this dude loose. Just look at it as quarterly taxes. Quarterly taxes. Quarterly taxes. All right, we're done. We're wrapping this up. Quarterly taxes, <laughs> fucking breakup, right? 
But see, look, he, he's got the oomph. He's got the oomph in his step because he got the pussy and the girl back. He's got the oomph in his step. He he's two stepping all the way right you now. You were on point. I mean, <laughs> I, I've never seen him this calm. And I mean, I, just, and, I remember the one Tommy had me cut the one t- before we did had this whole system. Remember? Yeah. I cut the clips, and I said to Tommy, "I said, holy fuck." But Matt was on point. He got his girl back, and he's Bang. getting pussy again. This will last. Don't Bang. worry. By the time he's back in, when we, we have everything moved, It'll maybe in nice. a month. I hope he's back to I still love the motherfucker though. And he's a beast, a very talented guy, and he's always been very uh, nice to me, and I appreciate it. So thank you again, Matt. All right, Joker. All right. All right. Oh my god. You'll be back ah. as soon as we get everything moved. Thank you very much. All right. See ya.